it's only a kick, a jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. It's the South Florida Morning Show with Jennifer Ross and Bill Adams on News Talk 850 WFTL. Here we were on Friday going, what are the odds that the Owls would make it to the Final Four, that being FAU? And then, Diener, you chimed in and said, what if it's the Owls and the Hurricanes in the Finals? And we're like, oh, what are the odds of that happening? And now the odds are getting really good that it could actually happen. Very close. I, I mean, I was just beside myself all weekend. It was one of the coolest... By the way, good morning. Hi. It's the, South, it's the South Florida Morning Show. Jennifer Ross, Bill Adams, uh, still, he'll be, is he coming back tomorrow? tomorrow? That's what I've is heard. Is this like a rolling vacation? You That's, know, I'll be back maybe tomorrow. The word on the street, the rumor mill says that Bill is back tomorrow. So yeah, I, I checked the police blotter. I did not see any Adamses arrested, so I'm hoping he's so back good. tomorrow. Okay, good. But this was one of the coolest sports weekends I can remember. I mean, anytime something has happened in South Florida comes to sports, it's ma- mainly football. Right. Right. It's you the know, Dolphins. It's the Dolphins. It's, you know, the Hurricanes. It's the Jaguars or somebody. The Panthers. The hockey. Pan- right? Yeah. I mean, they had, you know, a good run last year. Or, you know, with the Miami Heat, they had their great runs. But it was, it's always something singular, right? It's one team. This was so much fun to watch <laughs> FAU in a, in a thriller on Saturday. Who'd they and- beat? They ended up beating. Oh my gosh, I'm just blanking right now. I'm, I'm banking on you to weekend. help me out here. Was I it know. San Diego? No. Who was it? I, don't, I have to look. It I was just such a blur this I'm weekend. Looking. But you know, in, in a thriller, they win. Whoever it was that that they beat. It's for some reason I just lost my mind. And then Miami beats Houston. And then they go ahead and they win their game yesterday against Texas. So it was just like one thing after the other because Miami had to beat the one seed in Houston. Kansas State. They beat Kansas State. Thank you. (laughs) Miami had to beat the one seed in Houston on Friday to make the Elite Eight, and they make it. And then FAU has to beat the number three seed in Kansas State, who that was like the fan favorite because they had this one kid on there who's from uh, Brooklyn, and everybody's cheering for him. They kept showing his brother like a million times, and his brother was cheering in the in the stands and everything, which got really annoying, by the way. But maybe I don't know if that was just me <laughs> that they kept like putting the camera on this guy. But then, but FAU pulls it off. They go to the Final Four, completely surreal. And then the next day, yesterday, you have Miami do the Miami was done. You got to understand something. <laughs> they were done? I'm half watch, watching that game yesterday in the second half because Texas was just blowing them out. I'm like, ah, man, this stinks, you know. I guess Texas was just a better team. You know, it is what it is. It's, it's, it stinks, but what can you do? And then I'm watching. I'm, I'm making some dinner. I'm looking I'm like, wait a minute. I was kind of fooling around. I said to Kristen, like, oh, it's only a 10-point lead now. Maybe Miami come back. And then it was eight. And then it was six. And then it was wow. four. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. And then Killian's gone wild. And <laughs> they tie it. And then Miami went on a 25-5 to run, I think, at the end of the game. Really? 
to win this thing, and now it actually happened. The, the, the stars aligned, the, you know how the planets are aligning tomorrow? Yes. Everything has come together for the two South Florida teams to have a Houston takeover this weekend. Both make it to the Final Four, and it's just so, so cool to experience. Okay, so Florida Atlantic beat San Diego State. Well, not had, yet. Okay. They have to play San they Diego State. They have to State. play San Diego Hopefully State. Hopefully they beat them. All right. And then who's – oh, and and Miami's playing Connecticut? Miami's playing – yep, Connecticut. UConn, right? UConn okay. is in the Final Four as well. Is UConn they, – they, there was a statistic this morning that said only one team has any Final Four experience. Is it UConn? That's them. Wow. This is the first time, I think, this since 1970 where three teams, Miami, FAU, and San Diego State, are all in the, the, their first Final Four together. That's amazing. I mean, and to, both teams are back home, right? Like FAU yeah. got back yesterday. Miami got back last night, right. I think, right? So yeah, they're, so they're home for a few days. FAU came home to a hero's welcome. Miami came back in really late, but I saw some of the uh, the clips from uh, FAU yesterday. A lot of people are out there in Boca on the campus. Good, good, good. I mean, how much fun is this? I good mean, for these kids. Both That's schools great. in the Final Four. FAU's operating budget was one point six million dollars for the basketball team. They receive over eight million for making it to the Final Four. Wow. <laughs> well, you know, but what people also don't realize is once a team makes it to the Final Four, even if they don't win, the admissions are going to go through the roof. It's a game changer. This, it, yeah. it changes. Every, I remember when Florida, when I first moved to Florida, Florida and Florida State would beg you right. to send your kids to their school. Beg you. And then Florida won a national championship, and it was like, bingo! Done. <laughs> Next thing you know, it's $45,000 to true. go to Florida. It's I, like, what happened? <laughs> I mean, not that Miami necessarily needed the explosion. Yeah, I mean, true, they're, they're a yeah. brand. But to, for, FAU, for FAU, this is a absolute game changer for the school, for the administration. Good for, for them. The coach, for the, for the players. I mean, this is something that they're going to remember for the rest of their lives. It's so cool. It is cool. And they play when? They both play Saturday night, so FAU plays at 6 o'clock against San Diego State, and then Miami plays at 8.30 against UConn. And listen, I'm not saying it's going to happen. It has been in the back of my head for the past couple weeks because they're on the opposite sides of the bracket. But like you said when we started, Jen, here we are. They're both in there, and now it's a very very real possibility that it's FAU and Miami for the championship. I'm not saying it's going to happen, but if it does... That's just a whole nother level. That's incredible. We'll see. Incredible. Uh, some horrific tornadoes tore through Mississippi and Alabama, and we'll have the details on that. And Trump, oh, we had a little rally in oh, Waco. Yeah. Boy, did he trash our governor. We oh. wanted to start off with the fun oh, stuff first. I was like, oh, what are you doing, Donald? Don't do this to me. We'll get to the doom and gloom we'll next. Now. It's, <laughs> it's coming up next right here at 850 WFTL. And I said, I can't give you an endorsement. There's no way you can win. You're dead. Because I didn't know him very well, but I saw him, so he came and he really wanted. I said, you can't win, can you? How do you can win? Sir, you endorse me, I'll win. Please. Please, sir, endorse me. Whoa, whoa. Well, that's what uh, the former president, Donald Trump, said to everybody at the Waco, Texas rally about our governor, Ron DeSantis, talking about the primary against Putnam. That's right. And he said, you were, he goes, he came to me, he goes, you're dead in the water. And, he's, and he also, and I, I edited it because in the middle he talked about, I never met Adam Putnam. Maybe if I'd met him, he goes, I never would have endorsed DeSantis. I was like, oh, gosh. Oh, here we go. But the, the funny part about all of this was during that whole Waco rally, and there were thousands of people there. It's like a typical Trump rally. Not one person said anything when he was trashing DeSantis. They were silent, huh? It was like you could hear a pin drop. No one was cheering. Wow. No one. And then he went on to say that he endorsed him, and then he skyrocketed. Putnam lost. He ended up, DeSantis ends up going 
to pass the primary, obviously, taking on, I can't think of Andrew the guys. Gillum. Thank I'll you. I'll never forget. <laughs> and winning by 500 votes. Yeah, that's pretty the, close. That's the pretty close part. But um, he said if it wasn't for him, he never would have won. Well, look, he's, he's not wrong in the fact, well, number one, I think he's probably exaggerating just a tiny bit. Um, <laughs> I don't see DeSantis groveling at his feet. Please, sir, Please, endorse sir. me. I think that was the, uh, the showman Trump just having fun at the rally. But look, it, it's true in the sense that DeSantis was nowhere in the primary. I mean, I, I remember that because right. we were paying attention to it. it was, we, we covered it. I mean, it was. We couldn't understand how Putnam lost, remember? Right. Putnam was the guy. Because we talked to him. We talked to him a couple of times. We're like, what the heck? How did you lose? I mean, he was he was the guy. I mean, like, what, what have you said before? He has a county named after him. I mean, <laughs> he's like an eighth generation farmer. Come what are on. We doing? So he was the guy who was supposed <laughs> to be the obvious choice for governor when, you know, when it came to maybe running against, you know, uh, running against Andrew Gillum. Right. But then I remember, I mean, Trump is right in that aspect. DeSantis popped up out of nowhere because Trump endorsed him and he shot up overnight. He's not wrong. He's not exaggerating. I mean, I remember that happening. Because someone brought up the point that Texas governor Abbott was not there. And he went in. Greg Abbott wasn't there, but everybody else was. Hmm. The lieutenant governor was there and he introduced him. Matt Gates was there, by the way. Very. And he said, I'm into loyalty. If you're loyal to me, he goes, I'm as loyal as the day is long. Right. He goes, I like you. I will stay with you till death do us part. He said, if you're loyal to me, I'll take care of you. And so he's basically saying that Greg Abbott hasn't been loyal because he wasn't there. And then obviously DeSantis. Somewhere along the line, he said, DeSantis, DeSantis apparently had made a deal. This is the rumor behind the scenes that if Trump ever ran for reelection, DeSantis wouldn't run against him. So maybe that was like a backdoor thing, and then right. so Trump feels betrayed because right. he feels like, well, are you going? You're going against your word. Now, to be fair, DeSantis still hasn't announced anything. True. You know, I mean, I know it's kind of like a foregone conclusion that with the way everybody keeps talking about it. But I'm telling you, I know you there are there are reports this this weekend that his camp, DeSantis' camp, is saying he's not running until 2028. See, and this is, it's so funny because you are the only one, Jen Ross, I said it last <laughs> no. week, Jen Ross has been on an island. Everyone else, oh, really? me what? and Bill, I'm wrong, I'm sure, and, but. and Trump and Piers Morgan, <laughs> we're all on this same island that says DeSantis is running, there's no doubt about it. And there's Jen, just like Gilligan, hanging out on her all island. By, all by myself. All by herself saying, no, no, not so fast, DeSantis may not run, you watch, you wait, you see. But I it, don't know. And Trump, and Trump knows how to read a crowd, and I was surprised he, he kept going because their, the reaction from the crowd when he started attacking DeSantis got very quiet. So let me ask you this. Let me, very quiet. Let me have uh, one of our hypothermicals. Okay. okay. Keener, by the way, it's the South Florida mission. Uh, hey. uh, Bill's not here. Rumor has it he's coming back tomorrow. So they say. I, so they say. Maybe. We'll see <laughs> if he doesn't get arrested. Keener's <laughs> filling oh, in. No. Um, Hypothermical. Yes. With that in mind, like you were saying, that you know the the crowd was silent; they weren't really into the the DeSantis slander. What if, yes, by some strange chance, DeSantis decides not to run? Okay. Now I know all indications point that he's going to. No, this he would he would not pick him as his vice presidential candidate. But uh, he wouldn't. But if he does decide not to run, does that mend fences? Does Trump now put out the olive branch to say, you know what? 
You're okay, Ron. You decided not to run. You're okay, my book again. Trump just doesn't done. put out olive branches. <laughs> DeSantis has to come groveling back. But he never announced that he's running. So if Trump, but he's doing everything that makes you think yes, he's going to run. Yes, and and is, he's pawning it off as a book tour. He never denied it. Yes. So and he and he did. What did he tell Piers Morgan? Stand by. Stand by. Yeah. So I I still don't think he's going to run. I think he's waiting until 28. He's going to fulfill his term as governor, and then he'll put his hat in the. The presidential pot. Just thought I'd say that again. Yeah, I know. I, I don't think it's going to happen. You're standing but on that island. I'm all in, and it's sinking rather quickly. <laughs> uh, it has not been a good time of uh, year for Mississippi and Alabama oh. and parts of Georgia uh, hit by these horrific tornadoes. One EF3 with 175 mile an hour winds and EF4. Uh, it just blew through Mississippi. It, it's It started Friday night. It went all the way through yesterday. Um, right now, I think they said there's 25 dead in Mississippi, one dead in Alabama. It's not good. No, they're, this they're, was, they're horrific. You know, it was such a weird, uh, I, I guess, just, just a weird dichotomy for me on Saturday night because, you know, we were talking about the Final Four earlier to start the show. And FAU wins in that thrilling game against Kansas State. It's back and forth. It's close. And they end up winning. And you're on this high. And then... I see the news that there's this massive swath of tornadoes moving through Mississippi. Not that I have any family or personal connection there, but still you feel terrible for these people. So I'm kind of like in the moment switching between FAU celebrations and then I'm like, oh my gosh, there's there's this breaking news of this giant tornado moving through Mississippi. It was just terrible to see. The destruction is awful. It is. And then they show that drone footage the following morning and all you see are house pads. And just like sticks. And again, These what do you always say? People. It's always it always hits at night. Always hits at night, and you have again. no warning. I think they got it up to, I think about fifteen minute warning, if that. Mm, if I, that, I heard. And usually, I think it's I mean, supposed to be ideally, but yeah, it. But the thing is, if you're not watching, you know, if you live in a tornado prone area, if you're in Tornado Alley, maybe you pay more attention to. I don't know, the weather, and you're watching the Weather Channel, you're watching your local you know, TV station, and they're telling you, hey, it's coming your way, get in yeah. your, you know, your bunker or get in the basement right. or go wherever you're supposed to go, get in the bathtub and putting a mattress on top of you. Unless you're watching TV, you don't know this thing's coming. That's it. I and, mean, and they hit at night, so half of these people are probably asleep when it hit. You know, it's horrible. The only, the only warning you have is maybe your phone is going off. You know, oh, you're getting true. tornado warning alerts on your phone, but... Even with that, you know, if you have time to turn on and actually look at an update and see what's going on, these things, they come so quickly. There was there was a clip um, that went around yesterday. I saw it was a weatherman, you know, in the moment. There was a local weatherman in Mississippi, and he just had to stop at one point because he saw this thing on radar Ugh. and where it was going, and he knew. I mean, this is an absolute destructive tornado. People are about to die in this moment, and he just stopped. It was like, he was... It was kind of striking because he was overwhelmed, and he's like, oh, please, Jesus, help these people. And, I mean, a live oh. report during his weather report. And then he's like, okay. you know, He kind of like got back into it. He like composed himself. But he That's knew horrible. what was about to happen because you, you see this thing Jeez. on radar. God. I was like, man, these poor people. But, you know, that's that's unfortunately that's the area and – these these people live That's through this stuff. Unfortunately, yeah. Usually, so it's, hopefully usually can, it's Oklahoma, right? You know, hopefully they can rebuild and you know hopefully. cover the lost damage and it's just you feel for these people who lost family members. Some good news, yes, please. Some good news. What do you got? Remember the Pythagorean theorem? 
A squared plus B squared equals C squared. God, that's scary that you actually know that. <laughs> wow. You Just really, one of those random wow. things that stuck in my head from school. You really are nerdy. God I guess. <laughs> anyway. No, I if, really am. If not, if not, that is that all sides of a triangle basically uh, it has to do with the sides. And that's the formula, right? Right. That A squared plus B squared equals C squared. The formula is taught in every geometry class across the globe. Yep. It's not ideal, though, because of something called circular reasoning. Did uh-huh. you know that? No, I did not. So, two teenage girls in New Orleans, teenage girls, yes, have figured out the answer and they have solved for the Pythagorean theorem. How do you something, do that? Something that has stumped mathematicians for 2,000 years. How did you these solve two, that? I don't know. These two high schoolers, they saw it. It was part of a math conference last month. They saw it, and they sat down, and they figured it out, and they presented it to all these, like, you know, really brainy people this weekend and said, we figured it out, and they did. So it's like goodwill hunting plus two. What, what That's was, amazing. What was their solution? I don't know. Do we even I, understand I, it? Who the hell? I, no, you wouldn't <laughs> understand it, but I don't know what the solution was, but they, they solved it. You couldn't just leave it at they solved it after 2,000 years. Well, I'm curious. I want to know everything. Okay, well, go look it up. I don't know I what the answer is. Paper. I like I their... like like I would know anyway. I was horrible at math. That's horrible. incredible. What do you you did calculus? It's gotta remember calculus, physics, algebra, geometry stunk at. Trig stunk at. Why? All the rest is equations. All you got to do is remember equations. And if you know what equation to use when, you're in like Flynn. I guess that's all it is. <laughs> <laughs> that thing with triangles, this thing. No, God, I just, it was like watching a, a dog watching a card trick. I it was so lost. See, the other stuff I was good at, calculus, I never, I was like, huh? <laughs> and Hans Kubel was my, he was the guy, Hans I told Kubel. you. Hans right. Kubel was the guy who played soccer for Germany right. and bounced a soccer ball the entire <laughs> class that never hit the floor. <laughs> That's All, the guy. Every class, every day, for a year. Good old it was Hans amazing. Kubel. Okay, you buy a, you buy a car from Carvana. Okay, all right, and you you present it to your wife as a present. Sure. Then you find out the car is stolen. That's not good. Who's to blame? We're Uh-oh. gonna we're gonna uncover all of this, and of course, FAU in Miami. Woo. Big news coming up next. Eight fifty WFTL. Here comes Noel up the near side left front court. Three seconds now. Two. Noel throws him a shoot. High right. It's stripped away by Davis. He's stolen. Florida Atlantic. Florida Atlantic is going to the final four. One of the most improbable stories in college basketball history has just played out in New York City. Houston, you have a problem. Florida Atlantic is coming to town looking for a trophy. Yeah. Nicely done. It uh, it is the South Florida Morning Show. Jennifer Ross, Bill Adams, hopefully back tomorrow, and then Diener filling in. That was Ken Levicka, the voice of the FAU Owls, right? That's right. As heard right here on Fox Sports 640, our brother station. And you talk to him all the time. The interesting thing I didn't realize was this morning uh, he was doing an interview with, I don't know, CBS Sports or ESPN Sports or every sports place ever. (laughs) 18 seconds before the end of the game, he lost his connection. That's right. And he almost couldn't get to play, announce the final play. And he said the whole row, I guess there's like a bunch of, you know, radio stations there doing play by play. And he said, our whole row went dead. The Ethernet went out. He said, so I turned around. He goes, and I just unplugged another one in the row in front of me, plugged it in. Literally, he said, it was like 14 seconds before the end of the game. Yeah, it was uh, It was a little dicey. Wow. Some behind-the-scenes stories there because I was, I mean, I'm obviously watching the game. 
and I and get a call. Calling. Oh my god! <laughs> I get the phone call from our producer Preston, and I'm like, "Uh oh, this isn't good." Because as soon as I see that, you know, producers calling me during the game, especially that where it's you know, this is a history making moment for FAU. <laughs> And I'm like, why is the producer calling me right now? <laughs> and he's not good. Picks up the phone. And he says, Diener, I need the phone number for the hotline in the studio quick. I'm like, oh, geez. <laughs> oh, so he was so, going to call it on the hotline. He had, he had, so I gave him the phone number for the hotline in the studio, which I guess that's kind of like, you know, terms here. But it's basically just the phone number for like, you know, a dedicated phone line in the studio for an emergency. And so I give him the hotline phone number and Gives it to Ken, and Ken called the phone number, but then he got it fixed, so he hung it up, wow. plugged back in his Comrex unit, the you know the remote unit that we use. Radio in a box, as and we call it. That's yeah. right. And got in that final call that's right amazing. before the game ended. That really is quite amazing. <laughs> it was Holy a little cow. high drama there, literally. Wow. He said, and then, they, they, of course, the person he's talking to said, you almost didn't get to call the call of your life. That's exactly it, yeah. Because, you know, when is he ever going to say FAU's going to the Final Four again? He might not ever have that opportunity. Uh, you put it in perspective. You said for for two South Florida teams, oh, let's talk about Miami, the men's, they also won, so they're going to the Final Four. That's right. It could feasibly be, and you said this last Friday, what if it's an all-South Florida final? It's, it's It's been in the back of my head for a week <laughs> because I started looking at the bracket and I thought, as Miami and, and FAU moved into the Sweet 16, it started to kind of approach in my little brain. And I thought, you know what? What if they both keep winning? I'm like, I know it's a long shot, like an extreme long shot. There's no way this happens. But what if they both make it the Final Four? Wow. And then if they both win in the Final Four, they play in the championship game against each other. And I thought, no, that's never going to happen. I know it's silly. <laughs> what a scenario that would be. But here we are. They're wow. both in the Final Four. And to put it in, into perspective, I think I was telling you this uh, before we came on this morning. Right. About Tennessee. Tennessee. FAU beat Tennessee. In the Sweet 16 to go into the Elite Eight. I know. They killed me. That's what killed my I know, bracket so on that side. <laughs> and when I, when that that happened, someone had tweeted out, so I can't take credit for this. I saw the stat on Twitter. Tennessee's been playing basketball for over 100 years. They've never made it to a Final Four. Wow. FAU has been playing basketball since 1988. And they make it. Good <laughs> they for make them. They've been playing Final Four. And Miami's been playing basketball for a long time, but... They make it to their first Final Four. So there you have a team like Tennessee who's been playing basketball for over 100 years. And, and now you have it. two teams from South Florida make the Final Four at the same time. And it's just it's just an incredible moment. So Florida, FAU is going to play San Diego State. They beat Creighton? They did. That was a wild game, last second finish. Yeah. I thought it was Creighton. But yeah, wasn't it like a free throw or something? Yeah, they won? yeah they got foul called. Isn't that like, terrible? No time left on the clock. So they beat. They get to play San Diego State. When, right. Okay, who plays first, FAU or Miami FAU, next week? FAU, so Saturday at 6 o'clock is FAU. I know someone's going to, that's not the real start. Okay, 6.09. Sorry, I'll oh, be exact. Really? Somebody's going to complain. They, I'm telling you, they'll find a reason. <laughs> <laughs> so 6.09 yeah, <laughs> is FAU. Against San Diego State, and then at eight forty nine, oh God, is Miami against UConn, and Miami. I got to give them credit, not to you know downgrade FAU at, at, by any means, because they're what they've done is an incredible accomplishment and changes the trajectory of this school forever and the players' lives and the coach lives. Well, and yeah, it's life changing. Now it's completely. not just a football school anymore, right? Or an it, academic school, right? And now, but for Miami, I mean, to give them credit, they beat number one seed Houston and number two seed Texas, so they 
have wow. had an incredibly tough road to get to the Final Four, but they got it done. And they could very well win the whole thing. Gosh, could you imagine if it really is FAU against Miami in the final? Oh, Chiefs would be incredible. Oh, By the way, somebody we'll placed a bet in December at the Superbook Sports on FAU going to the Final Four. $200 bet. They in just, December? In December. This must have been a professional Whoa. gambler, right? Uh, they ended up uh, pay out a $200,000. Well, that ain't bad. Not bad, huh? <laughs> oh nice little investment there. Gosh. That's pretty sweet. Wow. Well, <laughs> anyway, we will uh, we will keep you posted on all those basketball yeah, games. It's, it's quite exciting. Yeah, it's going to be a and fun it, week it, leading up to it. And it changes everything for both schools. Because now, yes. you know, their admissions go up. Everything around it changes. Absolutely. So if you're going to FAU, good things are coming. Better things are coming your way. Or the best things are coming your way. Uh, let me ask you a question. Yes. You buy a car, like uh, in this case, on Carvana, you would assume the car is okay, right? You would think so. Guy in North Carolina, his name's Jason Scott. He just bought a Maserati. Yeah, okay. He's got champagne problems. We understand that. Yeah. Bought a Maserati for his wife as a birthday present. Not bad. <laughs> really okay. tough life this guy's got. <laughs> or she's got. $68,000. Bought it from Carvana. Everything was fine until just a little while ago. Took the car into the dealership to be serviced for the very first time. That's when he found out the VIN numbers matched a stolen Maserati oh, no. that had been stolen in 2017. Wow. And someone got away with it and sold it and made all that money. It was, uh, yep. But now Carvana gave the guy his money back and then an additional $1,000 on top of it. Oh. And now, no, no, no. He's suing Carvana for a million dollars. Whoa. For putting him through such chaos and more importantly, hurting his reputation. Guess what? He's going to win. <laughs> He He's prob- going to win he that probably lawsuit. Is. Yeah. He probably is. How did Carv- How did that happen? Wow. How do you miss that? I don't know. That's really bad by them. See, what happened was there was a different VIN number on the chassis, and it didn't uh, match the one on the windshield or the one on the door. That's a bad look for Carvana. It, yeah, it does not look good if no. you're selling a used car. You're selling stolen. a stolen car. Jeez. Well, the only way you could afford a Maserati probably, at least in my world, is if I win the Powerball of the Mega Millions. You may want to buy some of those tickets. We'll tell you why. <laughs> and New York does the New Yorkiest thing I've ever heard of. What do they do? Oh, and out of spite, I did something this weekend at my house. No. Just to, just to spite New York. Jen's having a fight with the whole city of New York. <laughs> the state. Oh. Not even the city. Oh, the state. This is the state. Oh, this is that Kathy Hochul. How stupid can these people be? All right. As I was driving by a whole herd of cattle, I thought of her. Anyway, <laughs> we'll talk about that. And there was this horrific explosion at a chocolate factory oh, yeah, in Pennsylvania. Right. Wow. And we will have some good news, too, I promise. It's all coming up next at 850 WFTL. The South Florida Morning Show. Where is that music from? Jennifer Ross. Can we kill that one off? Bill Adams. Like no, I don't like that one at all. <laughs> Bill Adams. Uh, we sure he hasn't been arrested because I haven't heard from him. As far as I know. And I have seen no life on social media. I think he's like, he might, he might be in the Hooskow one. Never knows. <laughs> he's gone incognito. Maybe he doesn't show up tomorrow. We know why. <laughs> he's in the Hooskow. Diener filling in for Bill, actually. We're teasing. He should be back tomorrow. Uh, there were some hor- horrific stories happened this weekend, and we try to, you know, not dwell on horrific stories, but they need to be told. Uh, this Pennsylvania chocolate factory explosion was just horrific. Uh, it was R.M. Palmer Company in West Reading. Is it Reading or Reading, Pennsylvania? I think it's Reading. Is it Reading? Like the Reading Railroad? Or That's Reading, Reading Railroad? Railroad, yeah. Okay. Uh, two. That's, they've found two more victims yesterday, so that brings a total of people killed to seven. Mm. They found a woman alive in the basement uh, I guess the search and rescue dogs found her. 
She worked on the second floor. They found her in the basement, wow. trapped in the in the rubble. Uh, she's been taken to the hospital. They're hoping she's going to be okay, but there's still no word on what caused this horrific explosion. And then you had the tornadoes on Friday through yesterday through Mississippi and Alabama and Georgia. In Georgia, they had two tigers escape from a Georgia zoo. That's right. Pine Mountain Safari in Troop County. I think it's Troop, and I apologize if I'm saying it wrong. The twister tore through the area yesterday. The tigers started roaming free. They put out alerts. If you live in the county, stay inside. I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> it's like state of emergency for loose tigers. Never mind the tornadoes. It's like, wow. And it, it makes you think, you know, because I know Zoo, my, Zoo Miami does all kinds of stuff when like a hurricane's coming. Sure. They put the animals in their, in their enclosures, which are supposed to be hurricane proof. But remember when Andrew came through. All the remember what was it? What was the the bird place? All the birds got loose. Yeah, that, and that's were, all that. those exotic animals are everywhere. So. so, by the way, they haven't caught those tigers yet, have they? No, they did. Oh, they did. Yes, okay, they okay. they got them back. Uh, yeah, they got them back early this morning. Oh, they did. Okay. Because yes. so last they, I heard, they were still on the loose. No, they. I don't know how they caught them. They tranquilized them and they got them and they relocated them to someplace else. Goodness gracious. But can you imagine you're sitting there and all of a sudden you look out in your yard and there's two tigers just hanging out on your front lawn and you're like, great, can't go anywhere. That wouldn't be good. Not a good thing. Not a good thing. <laughs> and then in Philadelphia, the Delaware River, they had a chemical spill. This is like, what is up, what is up with all these chemical spills contaminating the water? However, the officials in Philadelphia say the water's fine. You can drink it. I'm thinking, nah, no, I'm not going to drink it. I'm sorry. Not me. Yeah, I'd be going to get some bottled water. So that's 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 the way I look at that one. But you're right though, there was just some, you know, weird stuff happening over the weekend that's you try to keep up with, like you said, that explosion in then Pennsylvania the tornadoes, the chocolate factory, then the a chemical yeah. spill into the river. I'm like, okay. Tigers getting loose in Georgia. Let's not even talk about what's going on in other countries. So forget oh, about that. We haven't Paris, got there yet. France is getting burned down. Israel, they got all kinds of Netanyahu, has he lost it? I'm not sure. I mean, uh, he's, he's trying to change. He fired the minister of defense and people went all bent out of shape about that. I don't know why, because I don't know enough about the Israeli government. But what I do know is he's trying to change what would be the equivalent of the Supreme Court in Israel, where the Supreme Court would not have final say on situations. The government would. Yeah. And now you got people going wild and protesting across the country. I'm thinking, yeah, I'd probably be protesting, too. That's crazy. That changes the whole. I mean, that that changes your your whole outlook. That changes everything for Every, a for a country. It's like <laughs> okay, you know, you look at you know the our judicial system and the executive, you know, committee and all this other stuff. The right. branches of the justice system. It's like okay, and so the now, government <laughs> doesn't exist. You only got one branch now. Essentially, Netanyahu wants to get rid of that branch and says, "No, it's just going to be the government." And it's like, whoa! And you're right. I mean, that's major protesting going on there now. I don't blame them. I don't blame them. Wow. How much time is there? Uh, a few more minutes. Okay, I got enough. I got enough time. Right. Do it. Uh, I, first, I want to talk about Powerball and Mega Millions. Powerball for tonight's 122 million dollars. That's not too bad. Powerball is creeping up. <laughs> <You're starting laughs> yeah. to, now you know what? You're getting cocky. You're starting yeah. to sound like Bill. That's, Bill, that's first, Bill, Bill, if you first started, when we first started working, if it's not $100 million, I don't buy a ticket. Then it went up to $300 million. Yeah. I don't buy a ticket. Then it was, if it's not, unless it's a half a billion, then I'll buy a ticket. Got to be at least half a billion. Oh, my God. Oh yeah, my. at least. Like 122, half of that wouldn't change your life. Yeah. Uh, mega millions <laughs> for tomorrow night's $322 million. Is that more in your, your That's pretty good. Your, your Gets my range? attention, yeah. Okay, just thought I'd share.
craziness. <laughs> New York did the is is gearing up to enact the most New Yorkish thing I've ever heard of in my life. I and I want to see the revolt from restaurants. What do they do? Lawmakers in New York are gearing up to enact legislation that would prohibit gas stoves oh, no way. from being used in any new buildings, new single-family homes, and new commercial properties. They're actually going through with this. They're going to do it. Yep. Uh, should the proposal, including the, in the state budget, it's due March 31st, so it's going to happen this week. Should they receive a nod from the Empire State lawmakers, it would be the first piece of legislation in the nation to target gas stoves and fossil fuel appliances. Kathy Hochul, governor, she can't wait to sign that deal. And she said it doesn't, it doesn't uh, qualify against existing homes with gas stoves. So you, if you're not going to put it in new homes, that means they're not going to be available to buy. So that means right. if they're not available to, to, to buy, eventually finding people to fix your gas stove is probably going to be a moot point, And they'll just wipe them out completely. So I look at it this way. I'm going to go to New York and buy a new Wolf gas stove and put it in my house. Good. Fight back, Jen. I, I, Fight the power. I don't know any commercial chef who doesn't use a gas stove. Of course. What is wrong with these people? I don't know. They also want to ban cows, you know, because yes. you know cows Take are them all killing. Away. They're killing the world. Put them on the planet. So as I was driving by the, the huge cattle farm yesterday near my house, I went, "Yeah, they're going to try to ban you. This is not happening. <laughs> ban cows is not going to happen, people. <laughs> it's just that simple. They're so stupid. The stuff that they focus on. My gosh, it's it just is. so asinine." It is. It's stupid. Stupid, stupid, stupid. And boy, am I stupid. Jay-Z, you know him? Yeah, heard of him. Yeah, just a yeah. Little, you know, little known rapper. <laughs> He's a multi-billionaire. He is. He just became a multi-billionaire. According to Forbes magazine, he's worth $2.5 billion. Do you know where he makes most of his money? Take a guess. I would assume record sales. No. Record sales are the least of his worries. Wow. Rock Nation makes $75 million a year. Okay. His music catalog is $75 million. He makes $310 million a year with his champagne. Did I, you know he had a champagne? I, had I no would idea. pronounce it, but I don't know how to say it. No idea. But Jay Z has a champagne. His all the other things, he owns $70 million in Uber. Really? How do you like that? Wow. And then he owns a cognac. All right. So well, the top three things, two things are booze. So you think Ryan Reynolds was on to something yeah, when he exactly. started doing aviation amazing, gin, yeah. and everything else? Isn't that amazing? <laughs> wow. I'll tell you what is amazing. Starbucks, they are going to convince you that your astrological sign will tell you what drink best suits you. This is complete garbage. It's also going to make Starbucks very, very wealthy. Well, oh, Trust more me. than wealthy. More, yeah. well, more than what they have already. And it's a brilliant idea. I just don't get it. It's brilliant. <laughs> it's completely we'll have that. ridiculous. And of course, oh, there's a little basketball thing going on. And two oh, teams yeah. in South Florida seem to have made, made it to the final four. We'll talk about that and so much more coming up next at 850 WFTL. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage 
all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. It's the South Florida Morning Show with Jennifer Ross and Bill Adams on News Talk 850 WFTL. Three-point game. Clock ticks. Things winding down. What a comeback. It's the biggest win in Hurricane Hoops history. Miami headed to the final four for the first time. Two South Florida teams headed to the NCAA Final Four for the first time in history. Will this go down as the historical year for college basketball? Oh, absolutely. I mean, what a weekend. What a season. Both teams, man. (laughs) FAU getting their 35th win of the season, by the way. They have the most wins in the country. Do they really? Yes. 35-3 on the season. Miami was in the Elite Eight last year. They lose to Kansas, who ends up winning the national championship last year. And this year they get back, and they finally got over the hump. Down 13 points to Texas in the second half, and they come back to win that game to go to their first ever Final Four. South Florida together, taking over Houston, baby. Let's go. awesome. It's the South Florida Morning Show. Jennifer Ross, Bill Adams, uh, still gone. We don't know if he's in the Hooskow or not. We'll we'll find out if he doesn't show up tomorrow. Dean are (laughs) filling in. Uh, The Miami plays Connecticut Saturday night in Houston. FAU plays San Diego State. That's right. Okay. First time since, if you're wondering to yourself, boy, those sound like unusual teams. You are correct. (laughs) Because it is the first time since 1970 that three out of the four teams in the Final Four are going there for the first time. Are you kidding me? Of course, Miami and FAU, but San San Diego State is the other one. Connecticut, right? It's the only one with experience? They're the only ones because they've won national championships. They've been to plenty of Final Fours. So it's nothing new for them. But you know, even for them, they were a four seed coming into this tournament. They weren't highly touted coming in, into this year. You know, all your normal, wow. you know, teams, your, your legend, you know, legacy teams, your blue chip teams, Duke, North Carolina, Kentucky, you know, Kentucky, you know all those teams like that, Kansas, yeah. they were all out. Now, you could say UConn is one of those teams, but they weren't expected to get, you know, to have a season like this, just like. The other teams in the Final Four. So parody, them. parody is alive and well in college basketball. It's really something. And things just changed for both universities. Specifically, yes, you know, Miami's been on the board before. But FAU, I mean, I got friends of mine in Rhode Island calling me going, who the hell is this FAU? That's where is it, this, right. Where is this school? I said, it's a little school in Boca. It's a great school, but they got campuses, you know, along Palm Beach County. I said, but, yeah, it's the little school that could. And, and you just watch what a championship, even if they don't win the national championship, getting this far, how that changes that school's presence in the world just changed dramatically. Oh, 100%. I mean, so their admissions go up. They, oh. get more, they get more looks at from recruiting for basketball yep. stars. The money you know, that comes in, forget yeah, it. It's crazy. Their Good operating budget was $1.6 million for the basketball team. They get over $8 million for going to the Final Four. Wow. I mean, that's that's their take-home Holy money cow. for the athletic department now. So, Isn't that nice? Good for them. I got to tell you, and a little pat on the back for us over here, too. Yes. At Fox Sports 640, our brother's our, station down our the hall. Our station. That's right. Uh, for having <laughs> FAU 
football and basketball on we our get, station. We get a bonus? We've been, hey, well, eh, about that. <laughs> but our bonus is that we have a Final Four team on our airwaves, so that's nice. That's cool. No, that's great. We've been going through this journey with FAU all season long, and now here we are. Both teams, Miami and FAU Didn't in the Didn't you used four. to do play-by-play for them? I did, a couple, I did a couple of games just to you know fill in, but it was these guys. I mean, you know, I was there with Dusty May. I interviewed him after the what game. What a great interview. name. It is a great name. That is a great name. I'm just really happy for these guys. Like, you know, Michael Forrest, who's a senior on this team, he was Dusty May's first recruit, and then he's, he's already graduated with a mechanical engineering degree, and he's up there with the game-sealing free throws for That's FAU amazing. on that game to send them to the Final Four. So just... Cool stories all around. Great guys in that on that team. Dusty May is a, is a really nice guy. When I got to interact with him, calling a couple of those games, so I'm just it's just really cool to see this happen. It it's really nice is. to see. So Saturday night they all play, right? Yeah, in Houston. When do they leave? Because they're back home. They had big. They are. We have both you know, homecomings for both of them yesterday or right. the day before and uh, yesterday. I don't know the schedule. I'm assuming they're going to go to Houston at the latest on Thursday. Okay. I would think probably Thursday. Well, good luck. Yes. That's pretty cool. Hoot, hoot. What, what, what do they do for the Hurricanes? What do they yell? Anything? Go Canes. Go Canes. Let's go Canes. Okay. I'm just going to go put hoot, up, hoot. Put up the U. You know? oh, Come no. on, gentlemen. You put up the U. That ain't happening. Come on, let's go. World. Special not occasion. Not happening in my world. I'll hoot all the way. <laughs> Miss Ohio State over there. Yeah, it's not happening with Miami. But I'm wouldn't sorry. It, wouldn't it be nice? <laughs> <laughs> no, it wouldn't. But it would be nice if it's Miami and FAU. And then I would love to see F- I would love to see FAU go all the way. If, if this time, oh, sure. If this time I'm next sorry, week. I'm sorry, Miami fans. No, I get it. But if this time next week is uh, the national championship game. So it's possible not saying it's going to happen because I don't want to jinx anything but it's obviously possible that this time next week we could be previewing a Miami versus FAU national title game well and it's also possible this time next week we could be putting a file inside a cake and visiting the former president of the United States what happened the New York grand jury resumes today oh please they reconvene to talk about whether or not they're going to indict the former president yeah talk about all you want (laughs) yeah I don't think anything's going to happen there it's talk about a waste of time it really, it really, really is, unfortunately. Uh, the former president was in Waco, Texas, and in true Donald Trump form, there were thousands and thousands of people at the airport. Uh, but he kind of fell flat. He usually knows his audience really well. Right. But when he started attacking our governor, Ron DeSantis, because he's trying to justify why he doesn't like the governor anymore. Right. And he started off with, it's all about loyalty. I'm as loyal as the day is long. I expect people to be loyal to me. And I guess somewhere along the line, the inside scoop is Ron DeSantis promised Donald Trump that he wouldn't run for the presidency if Donald Trump's name was already on the ballot. And here's Governor DeSantis, of course, hasn't announced it yet, but he keeps on going that way. Do you have the cut of what the former president said? Do you hear that now? I would love to hear that now. Thank you. And I said, I can't give you an endorsement. There's no way you can win. You're dead. Because I didn't know him very well. But I saw him. So he came and he really wanted. I said, you can't win, can you? How do you can win? Sir, you endorse me, I'll win. Please. Please, sir, endorse me. He's talking about Ron DeSantis approaching then President Donald Trump to come and endorse him against Adam Putnam in the primary. The primary, yeah. And what happened was... Sure enough, we I, I was I want to say it was like St. Augustine. Trump showed up at a DeSantis rally, and people went crazy, and sure. he endorsed him, and DeSantis went through the roof. Yep, it was like overnight his numbers went from zil to way up here. So the whole True. point with Trump is you wouldn't be governor 
if I didn't show up at that first primary rally for you and endorse you? It's because fair. Putnam would have won. Now, Hands down. To be fair, I mean, once DeSantis got that endorsement, he ran with it and was able to win. But he wouldn't have been in that position without Trump. So, I mean, he's not wrong about that 100%. I mean, I remember when it happened. But you know what? As far as the loyalty is concerned, how about being loyal to the country? If you feel like you're the best candidate, then you go out there and you try to do what you think is best for the country. You don't put anybody over the country. So that's the part that where Trump starts to lose me. It's like, well, you're supposed to be loyal to me and not run. Well, it's like, well... If people think DeSantis is the better candidate, then let the people decide. Yeah, it would it would make sense, but you know he's maybe Trump is still the best candidate, but let the people decide. He in every poll he's winning, he's beating everybody else by you know. Oh yeah, forty percent. Yeah, it's I mean, absurd. So if that's what the people decide, then fine, good. We shall see what happens uh, when we get back. Oh, goodwill hunting, alive and well. <laughs> I'm going to repeat this story all morning because it involves two girls, not a guy. All right. And they always say girls can't do math. Ha! These chicks just proved you guys wrong. I feel marginalized, Jen. <laughs> you, should. <laughs> you should. I'm offended. <laughs> Don't be offended because they're smarter than you. I just just know that women can do math. That's all I'm telling you. It's Good all, for them. It's all coming up next at 850 <laughs> WFTO. It's the South Florida Morning Show. Jennifer Ross, Bill Adams has another day off. Milking this, isn't he? <laughs> he looked at me. He's so funny. He goes, he goes, you don't mind if I take like a week off to you. I'm like, I took four months off. You can take all the time you want. <laughs> Believe me. The rumor has it he's back tomorrow. Yeah, well, if he isn't in the Hooskow, I'm telling right. you, he's been very quiet. I think he got arrested and he's not telling anybody. <laughs> uh, Dean are filling in for him. Uh, they just put out an alert for Thursday of this week for people in Mississippi, Alabama, Georgia, and those surrounding states to watch out for more severe weather. They're talking more, to, to, more tornadoes coming Ooh. their way. Um, 25 people were killed in Mississippi, oh. one in Alabama. Uh, two tigers were out briefly running around uh, Pine Mountain Safari area after their enclosure got hit by a tornado. Uh, it's uh, One of them was uh, EF4. Uh, winds up to 170 miles an hour in Mississippi. Wow. Shame. You know, that was That's a weird horrible. thing, too. I was watching, you know, we talked a lot about the uh, Final Four this morning, which rightfully so because it's historic, both Miami and FAU going in there. But I'm watching the FAU game, which is being covered nationally, which is funny to see FAU in the national headlines. Isn't but that I'm, funny? I'm, I'm watching uh, that game, and I'm kind of celebrating, like, oh, my gosh, you know, they, they made the Final Four. But then at the same time, as that celebration's going on. They got alerts news, coming around the bottom. Yeah, I know I'm it. seeing the news about these tornadoes in Mississippi. I'm like, oh, man. So you st- I started following that kind of like live reports from storm trackers on social media, and it was just it's, an it's, awful, awful scene. It, it is. It's it's horrible, and you get no warning. And these things always hit at like two o'clock in the morning. I know. So it was all a these shame. people were probably sleeping, they, even if they were. It wasn't, it wasn't warning. that late. It was like ten o'clock, but still, you know, I would have been be in asleep. bed. Yeah, I would have been in bed. There's no doubt still about it. Still at night. I mean, it's. it's they're just horrific, horrific situations. So they're already warning people, be prepared. There's more weather coming your way. Uh, two tigers, like we mentioned, they got out of the Georgia Zoo. This is one zoo. Got hit by the tornado. They, I guess it just ripped everything to shreds. Probably yeah. the one that was 170 miles an hour. Who the heck that knows? That town in Mississippi, Rolling Fork, apparently, oh, was the one that got yeah. the worst. It, there's nothing left of the whole no. town. It was terrible. But uh, the tigers have been caught. They well, that's were, good. They were, they, were, they were tranquilized and moved to another secure enclosure. So uh, the people of uh, Troop County, Georgia, can go out of their homes now. They told them to stay inside. They put out alerts and said, do not leave your house. There are wild tigers ro- roaming the area. 
Do not leave. Who would have ever thought you'd get that alert on Can your phone? Can you imagine? I know. It. No, I'm t- you just got hit by a tornado, but let's put out an alert that there's wild animals loose that are trying to eat you. Yeah, I know, right? You look on your phone as you get an alert. I'm like, oh, great. Another tornado warning. Tigers on the loose. <laughs> what? Where's Doc Ensel when you need him? Oh, Doc Ansel. Oh, yeah. whatever his name was what from Tiger King. Oh, there are all. Did he go to jail, too? Yeah, I think he went to jail. I don't know if he stayed in jail, but he did. His place got raided by the feds. So. Wow, that's pretty wild. That yeah. is pretty wild. Uh, you know what? I, I tease this because Diener is like a – you're our savant in so many ways. Calendar. I can tell you, oh, it's it's May 22nd of 2027. You can tell me what day it is. Oh, And I'm like, oh, how do you do this? <laughs> you, you, you have this You have this mind that mine – the synapses just don't work the same way. No, don't talk me up too much. I mean, no, it's true. No, it's true though. Whenever we have like a mathematical mathematical equation, we ask you. Well, I try. It's there's certain things we ask you about. Disney, we ask you about. Yes. And then I'm trying to think of what else. Basketball. <laughs> this sports. is what you guys come to me for: sports, sports, Disney, and math. Catholicism. Yes, yes, and yes. math. Yes. Slash you're, dates. You're a theologian over there. <laughs> so anyway, uh, two girls in New Orleans. I said girls in New Orleans. Aha! Uh-huh. Just solved a math problem that's been stumping mathematicians for two thousand years. Yep. This is Goodwill Hunting times two, but they were girls, because you always hear, "Oh, boys are better at math than girls." Uh-uh-uh. Uh, they're talking about the Pythagorean theorem, which says uh, sides on a triangle, A squared plus B squared equals C squared. Uh, but apparently the formula has a flaw in it because of something called circular reasoning. Whatever the heck that is. I don't know, but these kids solved it. Jen, I need you to explain this to me in detail. Oh, sure. I don't even. Please. I couldn't even understand A squared plus B squared equals C squared. <laughs> I, I had a hard time with geometry. Let's go. But two teenage girls solved it. Isn't that amazing? It is actually pretty amazing. They just sat down and said, okay, here, we're going to figure this out. I don't know and how you do that. And they did. And they did. Today may be the day we uh, go visit uh, Donald Trump in prison. Yeah, right. Well, at least all the Democrats would like that <laughs> to happen. Uh, the New York grand jury is reconvening. So they say they only meet three days a week. And then they can't. Wednesday they met and they were sent home. And then Friday they were canceled. Or they don't meet on Friday. Thursday, they're like, no, we're not coming in. So they haven't met in, in like almost a week. So they reconvene today. Whether or not Donald Trump paid Stormy Daniels hush money for an alleged affair cover-up. I don't get it. What a waste of time. Well, it, it's it's a big waste of time. I mean, they already found all that evidence that, you know, Alvin Bragg just happened to misplace that essentially clears Trump of this whole thing, but aside from the fact that, and maybe this is part of that evidence, that Stormy Daniels already said on multiple occasions under oath that this was made up. So why are we still doing this? Because they're Democrats, and oh. they want to get rid of Donald Trump. They oh. don't want him running for the presidency. Right, oh, by the way, speaking of the presidency, our president, uh, Joe Biden, came back from Canada, apparently going on a three-state tour starting today. And why is he doing it? Why? Where is he going? To get ice cream. He's going to New Hampshire. No. Uh, he's going to yeah, it's going to get so he wants to get two <laughs> scoops like Trump. Yeah. Uh, he's going on a tour to possibly announce that he's running for re-election. Oh jeez. God is help this us the time. All. Well, apparently so. They're saying that's the case. He's getting ironically enough, I, I I was kind of surprised. He is getting all kinds of pushback for bombing Syria. 
I was like, you know what? Really? It's the first thing the guy did that I actually applauded. I know, right? Showed we had some guts. You retaliated. They took out an American contractor. You know what? And you went back and you, you rebombed them. Good. Shut them right up. They haven't, they haven't launched another one, have they? No. No. That was one of the – well, there was some skirmishes going on in Syria over the weekend between Iranian-backed forces and U.S. forces that didn't really get reported. But those were, you know, some skirmishes. They were, there weren't uh, – Direct attacks on, you know, U.S. citizens like this was a few days ago. Right. But it's it. But well, you got to send a message. I, I agree wholeheartedly because we were looked at like a bunch of wimps. So yeah, he finally acted with some spine and he's getting all kinds of pushback from the Democrats. Mm. They're all they're all up on set. OK. Starbucks. I have come to the conclusion Starbucks is basically brainwashed anybody under the age of 30, maybe 33. Why is that? Because they don't go to Dunkin' Donuts. They go to it's Starbucks. Starbucks. It's yeah. Starbucks, Starbucks, Starbucks. They do, they have the apps on their phone. They pay on their phone with Apple Pay. Now, they just launched a new site called StarbucksStarSigns.com. Oh, no. They have partnered with an app for horoscopes and psychics. They will tell you what your perfect drink is based on your Zodiac sign. Oh, please. You go there, you choose your Zodiac sign, and you tell them exactly what it is. Do you want a drink in the morning? Do you want it in the afternoon? Do you want it hot or cold? And they tell you the ideal drink. Put it this way. They told me to have a drink that I've never heard of before, and it was cold, and I said I wanted a hot one. See, and that's exactly it. That's why this is stupid. (laughs) It was also like $8, the drink that they sent me to. I was like, holy cow. I'm not going to spend that kind of money, but uh, I guarantee you. Starbucks bottom line just increased by a billion dollars because everyone's going to go do this. <laughs> they are. You're probably right. They are. Your wife falls oh. into this kind of category. Would she do this? No, because she's like me. She doesn't like coffee, but Oh, okay. Otherwise, maybe. My kids in a heartbeat, they'll be all over this. Oh, mom, we're going to Starbucks. I'm going to get us. I know the Pacino thingy. Okay, oh, let's whatever. see. Let me wake up. What does my sign tell me to buy at Starbucks <laughs> today? Stupidest Good thing in the world. Gosh. Uh, when we get back, it's rapid fire. Ooh. That's when we each come to the table with some crazy stories and some not so crazy stories. And the <laughs> other one chimes in about whether or not it's true or not and how stupid it is. Now, <laughs> it's really not that bad. It all works out in the wash. Coming up next at 850 WFTL. Time for Jen and Bill's Rapid Fire on News Talk 850 WFTL. Well, in today's case, it's Jennifer and Diener's Rapid Fire. Bill has the day off. He'll be back tomorrow. Well, we're hoping because we haven't heard from him and we're hoping he's not been arrested. He's been I mean, like incognito during I know. his vacation. I haven't seen him anywhere on social media. No, he disappeared. I'm thinking he and his brothers—they're probably partying while all the the you know the spring breakers having a grand old time. Total social media blackout for Bill. <laughs> well, he should move to Utah because he would fit in very well. Utah just became the first state to ban kids from using social media without their parents' approval. Wow. Set to go into effect March of next year. So how do you enforce that, though? Governor signed two bills designed to shield kids from social media and protect their mental health. The second bill basically says companies like TikTok cannot intentionally make their apps addictive. I don't know how they do that. If they do, parents and kids can sue them. So you're getting a lot of lawsuits against Boy, TikTok. Boy, you're not kidding. It's designed uh, to be addictive. Well, opponents are going to challenge it before, you know, and they're saying it's a violation of free speech. But everyone in Utah will have to verify their age to use social media, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat. 
Even with the parents' permission, kids won't be able to access social media between 10.30 at night and 6.30 in the morning. This sounds like their heart is in the right place, but it also sounds like it's just all for show. I mean, you can't enforce any of this. Social media apps will not be able to show kids advertisements while they scroll through feeds. Really? I don't know how they're going to do that. I guess they just have to rework this. I don't know. And then they can, well, I guess if your kid sees an ad for something, does that open you up to a lawsuit? And then at the same time, I mean, I don't know. I mean, it's very easy to lie about this. So all you're doing is putting your your age. I mean, unless you need to take a picture of like your birth certificate when you yeah, sign up social media. I don't know media. how they're going to do this. All social media sites will have to give parents a way to access their kids' accounts. All right. So you can spy on your children. Interesting. Probably a good idea. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, you know, you know, it, and I don't want to hear all oh, it's, it's their social media account. Don't tell me. It's their bedroom. I never go in it. It's your house. Yes. Open the damn door and That's go right. look. Uh, at least four other states, and we're not one of them. Ohio, Minnesota, Connecticut, and Arkansas looking to do the exact same thing. Wow. Well, no, I mean, look, on the aspect of mental health for teenagers, absolutely, that is a huge oh. thing. I mean, the bullying that goes on in social media, especially during middle school, is just horrendous. So, I mean, on that aspect, absolutely, they, there should be some type of enforcement or of supervision just for, your, you know, the, the health of your child. It's just a matter of how they're going to do it. Should be interesting to see, though, because yeah. Utah will lead the way. Pretty interesting. Interesting. And so is this, Jen. Interesting Uh-oh. being the key word here. Tell me what you make of this. All right. Remember Leah Thomas, the trans swimmer? Don't, don't get me. I mean the guy that swam on the girls' team? That's correct. Okay. Uh, well, Go ahead. I, you can send hate email to me because he's a guy. He couldn't make it on the men's team. They you. cut him, and he joined the female S- team. You got to send it to both of us. That's fine. I'm with you. So, I, I forget. It's, it was an Ivy League school. I forget which school it was, but... That's neither here nor there. It's not really relevant to the story. The story is, this is Women's History Month. Right. And March is almost over. So, what does ESPN do over the weekend? Oh, dear. You know, the ESPN that has gone so far left that it just makes your head spin if when you try to oh. look to your left to see how far left they went. What? They had a little tribute for Women's History Month to Leah Thomas, the brave trans swimmer. Who broke barriers and showed what true bravery is they by didn't. swimming in the competition and becoming the first trans female to win a national championship? Are you kidding me? I'm dead serious. They had this whole tribute to him, her, whatever you want to say. Wow. To Leah Thomas for winning the national championship in swimming. It's a guy that swam against women and cheated them out of a championship. And here's the irony. You're, you, you are honoring, you're propping up this man who cheated out actual females. Right. From winning a national championship. And you're highlighting that during Women's History Month. You're highlighting the so, fact that women were cheated out of a championship because a man decided to swim against them. Because, and we're going to celebrate that. Because no one's going to complain. Who complained? That one, that one uh, poor girl that lost the national title against Leah Thomas like three times that Riley Gaines she came out and said he's a cheat well it's a guy in a girl's right. bathing suit that's right and thankfully uh, well, ESPN is way, getting destroyed for this over the good, past couple of days I hope they get destroyed by the way that Leah Thomas very proudly presented herself himself I should say in the girls locker room much to the women's dismay that's the other part that's right 
He so, was out there flaunting around his yeah. male private parts in kidding. front of the women. How would you like that? That's the one part people never talk about. Give me a break. I'm Stop with this. It's insanity. It's nonsense. It's nonsense. Well, speaking of sports, I got a good story for you. Yes, please. <laughs> I feel bad for the catcher, but this was a brilliant move by the runner. Oh. <laughs> we have this video. By, as oh, Jen explains this, you, you're trying to picture it in your head because you do a great job of painting the picture. But you can go to the blog as well, 850WFTL.com. We had the video up. You have to see this. Uh, this uh, The catcher... Okay, we don't. <laughs> her name's. I feel bad. We're gonna even say what her name is. Oh, I vote okay. anyway. The runner is a girl by the name of Jada Walton. Okay, it's a high school softball team. It's an event. The girl Jada Walton hits a home run. She's coming around third base. And if you've ever watched a baseball game or softball game, you know what, what happens. Was it a double or something? I, it was. I don't know if she got a double or she was. She's coming in hot. Yeah. For, she's gonna. Pl- and I'm thinking she's gonna plow right through this catcher who's standing right in the alley. She's right in the way. So what does this Jada Walton chick do? She kind of like hop, skips, and a jump and gets around the catcher. So the catcher she ends up on the backside, a home plate, and she. You remember how John Belushi used to jump? He's, she's in one of those stances, and the catcher's looking at her, and they're going back and it's forth. It's a stand-up. And all of a sudden, Jada Walton, the runner, goes, points to first base. The stupid catcher turns around, <laughs> and Jada Walton jumps in and tags the home plate and gets a home run. Oh, I'm like, oh, girl. my God, she scored. I felt so bad for the catcher because she falls for the total fake completely. It's like something out of a goes, Bugs Bunny oh. cartoon. It was I like mean, watching the Three Stooges. Yeah. It really was. It, it was, was just, like, oh, my God, this poor girl. It was. It was one of those quick, like, <laughs> look over there. <laughs> look. And she turns around. Oh, and no. all it took was a split second, and the Jada, Wal- Jada Walton just dove into home plate and scored. scores. Yeah. I was like, oh, my gosh. So you can't. Poor, I felt badly for I the know, catcher. The poor girl, the oldest chick in the book. Hey, your shoe's untied. Yeah. So you can, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you can check it out. We do have the video there, like I said, on the morning show vlog. Oh, gosh. It's pretty wild. Thanks for putting that up, by yes. the way. Um, this one, too. I actually, I, I, admittedly, this is kind of an old story. I meant to do the story on Friday, but... I never got to it, so I want to do it today. I don't care if it's a few days old. Okay, you do it. Be my <laughs> you guest. May, you may have never heard of it. So there was this family in Ohio, and their carbon monoxide alarm started going off. Oh, dear. Like, oh, that's not good. So they evacuate the house. They call the fire department and everything. They come out. They're trying to figure out what's going on. Sure enough, it was carbon monoxide. Everybody's okay. They got out on oh, time. Nobody goodness. was poisoned. Okay. But as they're investigating, they realize, wait a minute. Did you guys have your chimney open? Did you forget to, you know, open it up? No, no, no. We opened it. You know, we're not stupid. We know how a chimney works. <laughs> Turns out oh, the no. chimney was clogged from an owl. How big was the owl? <laughs> oh, my God. There was an That's owl. That's like a Megasaurus <laughs> owl. You. Big as the owl. Pretty decent size. I mean, you know, you... chimneys are usually, you know, even if they're one foot by one foot by one foot, that, that's, you know. This thing was stuck inside the chimney. Oh, poor thing. And it clogged up the chimney. Oh. And because did it die? of that, no, even oh. the owl was okay. Oh, okay. Just had some soot on him. <laughs> the fire department was able to rescue the owl. The family was okay. And that was the cause of the carbon monoxide. It was Holy the back of the chimney because this owl was stuck in there and they had no idea. Holy cow. How crazy is that? That you almost, I mean, they, thankfully owl. no one died from the, from the, you know, the carbon monoxide poisoning. 
Could you imagine if you had died that way because an owl was stuck in your chimney? I thought you were going to tell me it was like some guy pretending to be Santa Claus and then stuck up there for like six months. (laughs) Just a big old owl. (laughs) Couldn't get out. Oh my God. That's crazy. They got him out. The owl's okay. The family's okay. And I'm assuming they were able to clear it. How does that work? You're able to clear it out and move back in? Oh, the smoke. smoke, Yeah. Well, they have special companies coming. Kind of like the same companies that clean up crime scenes. Okay. Because once you get smoke in your house. Oh. Takes forever to get it out, and just with the with the carbon monoxide. I mean, I guess you can. Oh yeah, you just air out the house. Okay, you open up the windows, and or they bring fans in, or whatever. And they have to, yeah. You know, and then they measure retest. to make sure it's safe. Yeah. yeah, they'll retest it, and you'll be fine. But how you like that? How wild is that, right? Stupid owl, come <laughs> right in the way. Hey, if you work for Elon Musk, you better get your butt inside a building in an office today, because if Uh-oh. not, you could be unemployed. Twitterers. Oh, I also have other Elon news. Him and William Shatner are going back and forth on Twitter. Really? Yeah. Is he is he against William Shatner? Well, because William loves, Shatner's been a real jerk lately. I know, and he loves William Shatner, but Shatner's not a big fan of Elon right now. Wow. I know. Well, he did. Elon didn't. Was he the one he sent him up? He didn't send him up in space. No, no, did no, no, no. That was uh, that his was counterpart. Oh, that was Jeff Bezos. That wasn't was Bezos, it? That's yeah. why Elon Musk doesn't like him. I, there's an underlying tone mm. there. Anyway, we're talking Elon. And what's going on with the former president today? <gasps> Will he be indicted? Mm, don't think the cops so. are going to chase him down the road <laughs> like those memes. <laughs> I know. <laughs> right. We'll have these stories and so much more coming up next at 850 WFTL. The South Florida Morning Show, Jennifer Ross, Bill Adams, uh, hopefully back tomorrow if he hasn't been arrested. Uh, Dean are filling in over there. I haven't heard from Have you heard from him? Just curious. I haven't. And so there's two parts to me. There's one part that says, well, good for him. You know, total social media blackout during his vacation. That's great. I'm glad he's able to do that. The other part of me says, Wonder where he is. Like what happened? <laughs> is there any- <laughs> you know, he went social this is this is the funny part about social media. You go social media dark, I automatically assume you've been arrested. All right. So there's something terrible has happened. You've been you've been held for ransom somewhere. I mean, I don't know what's no, going man, on. Are you kidding me? Somebody kidnapped Bill, they'd be calling you to pay you to yeah, take him back. True. Who are you kidding? Sorry, Bill. Anyway. Uh, we start with <laughs> a terrible thing to say. He'll be back tomorrow. We're teasing. His whole family was in town, so we'll hear yeah. all about the Adams family reunion. Uh, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Uh, <laughs> Bits thir- and pieces. Uh, they're already being warned in Mississippi and Alabama and parts of Georgia. Be prepared uh, Thursday. Uh, more tornadoes are headed your way. Yeah, not This good. after, what, 26 people have been confirmed? 27 people confirmed dead now? Yeah. Uh, between the three states, Mississippi got whacked. This one part, Rolling Fork, I don't even know if that town even exists anymore. It went right through uh, there, just one of those things. And actually, I mean, they, they didn't get it as bad as these small towns, but places like, you know, uh, Biloxi right. and Oxford, these big, you know, Mississippi big town, towns, yeah. college towns, you know, I mean, Ole Miss is right there in, in Oxford. Um, it just it went through there as well. Uh, they didn't get as bad of damage. But it's horrible. Know, places like Rolling Fork got it really bad. It was an EF4, which had winds up oh. to 170 miles an hour. I got to tell you, I thought, I'm not surprised it was that strong. Uh, it's it pretty much horrible. what I expected because when I was watching this live, I was following the live reports on Saturday night, and they said there were reports in the storm chasers who were on the scene. This thing is a mile wide. And I thought right away, oh, it's got to be an F5. I mean, it's, it's, it has, it's at least an F4, if not an F5. When you hear a mile wide... Forget it. Reminded me. Remember that terrible tornado they had in Oklahoma back oh, in 1999 God. with the kids the getting kid, killed. They, they and they found it was like that miracle story. They found the baby inside the dresser drawer and she was completely fine. Right. So I mean, it reminded me of that when I because that was like a mile wide tornado. So 
You were too young. Unfortunately, really bad scene. 1974, Xenia, Ohio, got hit by. I remember hearing I want to that. say that yeah. thing was like two miles wide. But oh. they, they called it a super outbreak. They had a hundred and, I want to say it was like 178 tornadoes in a 24-hour Jeez. period. It was like something absurd. And the one that hit Xenia was just, it was an F5. Killed 32 people, mm. uh, but it it just destroyed that town. It came through like it, it, and no one had any warning. There were no warnings then. It was so, horrible. You just hope, you know, pray for the best for these people. It's so oh, terrible. Jeez, it's terrible, terrible, terrible. Uh, what could happen today, which I wouldn't hold my breath for, but what could happen today, uh, the New York grand jury uh, looking into the indictment of Donald Trump will reconvene. Will they come back and say, ah, oh, we're going to indict him? Or are they going to say, ah, there's nothing here? Um, what are your what are, what are you putting money on there, Dina? I don't think my my money's still on that they find a way to indict him just because, and yeah. it's going to be completely unjust. I'm not saying that they should. I'm not saying that it's justified. Don't get me wrong; it's completely ridiculous. There there is no way that there is any justification here to indict him on something that's already been adjudicated and already come out where the you know Stormy Daniels has said she made this up. But they're going to find a way to do it <laughs> just because he is Donald Trump. And they want that title on him. They want to be able to say that he was indicted. They want to be able to say that he was in handcuffs and arrested. And they want that. That's that's all they're looking for from this. They know it's going to go nowhere. Don't get me wrong. They right. know they have absolutely nothing when it comes to an actual case. I don't think they it's just want be, the indictment. I don't think it's going to happen. I don't think Alvin Bragg. You think Bragg, they give up? I think I don't think Alvin Bragg has has the backing. Democrats you got to get, get the grand jury to say yes. There's enough information here to move forward to indict the man. I mean, I don't think they have enough information because I don't think they believed anything Michael Cohen said. Well, that's true, but at the same time, you're also dealing with a corrupt justice system in well, in, it is New know, York, in Manhattan. Yeah, so it is a state that's banning gas stoves. It's, exactly, exactly <laughs> right. You may be right. So they, they say what you want about Democrats, all you want. They don't give up, and they fight like hell to make sure they get their way. So I would not be shocked at all to see an indictment again. Just because. <laughs> well, just so you know, speaking of uh, Democrats who do not give up, 73-year-old Elizabeth Warren just announced she's running for re-election as a senator. Oh, jeez. Go, uh, Go home, gosh. Elizabeth. Stop. Oh, my gosh. Uh, they, you're right. They never. They, they, there needs, I am a firm believer, there needs to be terms on senators yes. and, and representatives. It's just that simple. Absolutely. You can't, I, I mean, not that, I, I'd say the same thing about Mitch McConnell. He's oh, a my Republican. gosh, yes. The turtle needs to go. Yes, and we're There's talking so many both sides here. This isn't Democrats. We're everybody, everybody yeah. in the House and the Senate, enough with career politicians, just corrupt to the core on both sides. Okay, on both sides. No, there's corrupt no doubt to the about core, it. career politicians. Elon Musk, don't mess with this guy. He's not happy. Uh oh. Well, you know, how many people have left Twitter? Because he took over, and then he got rid of half of them. Streamlined it. It's doing well. Well, <laughs> early morning, last late last week, he sent out an email at 2.30 in the morning. Oh, jeez. Hey, I noticed San Francisco office, half empty. Oh. Office is not an option. Oh, boy. You bet. And it ended in every employee's box. You show up to work or else. So that happened late last week. It should be interesting to see how many people show up in San Francisco today to fill that headquarters in Twitter. Because remember, he talked about giving it to the homeless. Yeah, he said, right. I'm, gonna, I'm just going to give the damn building away because no one's ever in it. Can you imagine? Just put yourself in your shoes. Can you imagine being so entitled as to just wake up and say, ah, I'm just not going to go to work today? Yeah. They're all going to. Can you imagine being that entitled? Work. <laughs> have, you, have you ever met anybody like <laughs> Goodness. this? Goodness. Uh, wow. It's, my. Uh, 
my nephews, well, one of my nephews works for Apple. And um, that's how he met his, his, his wife. That's the wedding we're going to. Oh, okay. They both work at Apple. Nice. They have those swings that hang from the ceiling. Oh, yeah. They got like pods they go and hang oh, out sure. in. They can take naps. You have no idea. Oh, I'm like, you're kidding me. He goes, no. He goes, a lot of people do it. I said, he says, we're so much more productive, Auntie. I'm like, no, you're not. <laughs> Don't it's even get world. me, go, go get oh, me going. Oh, I'll tell you what I was talking about with Elon real quick and William Shatner as we run out of time here. What did he um, do? Well, William Shatner, so basically what's supposed to happen, I don't think it's April Fool's, because on April 1st, uh, Elon Musk has been saying that the he calls it the legacy blue check mark is going away. It's everybody who's had a blue check mark on Twitter. You right. know, you have to apply for it, you go through all this paperwork to say basically that you're famous enough, your following is big enough to have the blue check mark. Right. Well now he has that program where you pay for it. It's like seven or eight dollars a month and you right. pay for the blue check mark. So he said before, I'm gonna phase out the legacy blue check mark and everyone's gonna pay for it because it's not fair. Well, he's doing it. And on April 1st, Uh-oh. everybody, every famous person and everybody who's or organization who's had a blue check mark, it's going away on April 1st and they're going to have to pay for it like everybody else. And William Shatner wasn't happy about it. Oh. He was complaining on Twitter saying, hey, Elon Musk, what's the deal? I've had this forever. Now you're going to make me pay for it? So Elon responded back to him and said, sorry, I think everybody should be treated the same, celebrity or not. Wow. Good for you. know, I like Elon. So I and I'm not a big fan of William Shatner. He said he he justified not going to Spock's funeral. I know, and that 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 really bothered me. I'm thinking, you know what? You should have made an attempt to be there. Just saying. And did you see? We got a Harry Potter baby along the way. Really? Yeah, isn't that cool? We'll have that. What the latest is with Donald Trump and what he said about our governor in Waco, Texas. Didn't go over too well. No, it didn't. The crowd was not happy with what he said. We'll have that and so much more coming up next at 8:50 WFTL. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. It's the South Florida Morning Show with Jennifer Ross and Bill Adams on News Talk 850 WFTL. It's the South Florida Morning Show. Jennifer Ross, Bill Adams has one more day off. We'll be back tomorrow. We hope if he isn't in the who's cow. Dean are filling in. Uh, it was a big night on Friday. Was it Friday or Saturday night? Saturday night. Saturday, yep. Because uh, uh, it was during the basketball game. Right. Yep. <laughs> That's the That's only right. way I remember. It's like, oh, <laughs> Trump's in Waco. Oh, my God, there's basketball on. I'll watch basketball. I, I actually watched part of that game. Oh, wow. Uh, so the former president kicked off his official presidential campaign with his very first presidential rally in Waco, Texas. Uh, uh, people that were absent, Ted Cruz, um, the governor, Greg Abbott of Texas, they were not there. And he went into this whole thing about loyalty, that he's very loyal and he expects people to be loyal in return. Uh, hinting that the reason those people weren't there were because somewhere along the line, they fell in bad graces with the former president. 
Then he brings up Ron DeSantis, our governor. Oh, boy. And he says, let me tell you the story. Ron DeSantis, he says, came to me and begged me, please, Mr. Trump, please, Mr. He made it sound like it was so dramatic. I know. That DeSantis was begging him to endorse him when he was running against Adam Putnam for the Republican nomination in the primary to run for the governor of the state of Florida. Right. And at the time, Adam Putnam, as we, as I used to lovingly say, he's got a county named after him. Exactly. I mean, the guy's like, you know, a seventh generation farmer. I mean, everybody knows him. Florida royalty. So DeSantis was a nobody. Trump endorses him and he says, well, after he, he decides to endorse him, listen to what the president said. So what, what happened, happened is, is, I said, let's give it a shot, Ron. And I endorsed him and he became like a rocket ship. Within one day, the race was over. He got the nomination. You realize how quiet it is, by the way, when he's talking about that? No one is saying when he talked a big about crowd. when he talked about anybody. Oh, there were thousands there. Yeah. And when he talked about anybody else, they all cheered a boot or whatever the right. case may be. When he talked about Ron DeSantis, you could hear a pin drop. I'm thinking a lot of people don't like you attacking this governor for whatever reason. And this is in Texas. They don't like it. He there is speculation and there is rumor, by the way, two separate rumors. First, the reason Trump doesn't like DeSantis anymore was there was a wink, wink, nod, nod, handshake in the back rooms of Mar-a-Lago that if Trump were ever to run for re-election, DeSantis would not challenge him. He would not run. Now, although DeSantis has not made it official, it's obvious that he's trying to lay the groundwork to see where he would stand if he went for a presidential run. There are also talk, there's also talk this morning in the back rooms of the uh, DeSantis campaign that he is not going to run. He is going to make the decision rather quickly, and he will make an announcement that he's not running. He'll stay for governor and possibly run in 28. Where are you hearing that rumor? That's, that's. Uh, I mean, I have inside a bombshell. I have inside sources. Whoa. Just saying. And I will say this. If that does come true, because that is completely going against the grain of, or you know, really, really the tide of any speculation that's been going on, because all the speculation has been that he's going to run. That's kind of been his momentum is pushing right. him toward that. So if it goes the other way, I got to give you a pat on the back because <laughs> Why? you have been the I only one, right. <laughs> the only one through all your adversity, Jen, of everybody else saying, Jen, you're crazy. He's going to run. He's got all the momentum. He's going to do it. You're the only one who has said, I don't think he's going to. I think he's going to wait. I think he's so going to wait. So if that's the case. I think, right. I think he's looking at the writing on the wall, and it's again, and, and he's looking at how much Trump's beaten him by. Well, and that's a great point, because that's the thing. Trump when you, destroys yes, him. Yes. When you, despite what you heard or lack of hearing, I guess, didn't hear in that clip of Trump, but the you know, silence was golden. deafening in golden in that clip. People obviously like DeSantis, because otherwise they would have been cheering while Trump was attacking him, and they were just like, you know, hush, hush. So, but despite that... Trump is still crushing. He's like, you know, two to one over DeSantis in yeah. the polls. And DeSantis People is the closest like one. Yes, exactly. People like DeSantis, but they still want Trump to be their guy. That makes sense? Well, it's not, like, late, it, it's not it, like you hate DeSantis and you love Trump. It's like, well, I like DeSantis too. But, it's just I want Trump to be the guy. And the attacks haven't really started. Yeah. Wait till he starts getting down to brass tacks and he's going to destroy 
he's going to destroy DeSantis. I mean, what they keep doing is, yeah, it's all, you know, it's been the preliminary attacks if they continue to develop them. But, you know, the stuff that they've started doing was he's going to cut Medicare. He's going to raise yeah. retirement age. He's a Paul Ryan and Jeb Bush disciple and Soros is funding his campaign. And that's, so that's the stuff that they've come out with. But yeah, it's going to be crazy. Well, who knows? Our current pre- our former president uh, may be in the Huskow. <laughs> oh, no. The New York grand jury uh, reconvenes supposedly today to decide whether or not or to hear more testimony who knows because no one's talking uh alvin bragg has been very quiet by the way he got a threatening letter on friday yeah that's right that wasn't a very good good. thing to do do don't do that people you know stop being stupid so we shall see what happens with that indictment i don't think it's going to go anywhere and i may be totally wrong because i have not been right about any of my predictions at least last year none not one came true So oh, maybe maybe 2023 will be different, but you I'm just saying. Uh, the prediction is I'm going to win tonight's Powerball. It's oh. $122 million. Mega Millions. Actually, I'd rather win that one. Maybe win maybe both. Maybe win both. I, yeah. could be like, I could be like both South Florida That's basketball right. teams. Tomorrow's Mega Millions is $322 <laughs> million. Wow, that went up really quick, huh? Is, is tomorrow going to be a crazy day with the planets aligning? Tomorrow remember, is the day. We're tomorrow's all, the day, right? Yeah, all five. It's Jupiter. Mars, Saturn, Venus, and Uranus. Close. What did I miss? Mercury ah, instead of Saturn. Okay, sorry, Mercury. So just switch those two out. Which one's directly below the moon right now? Is that Venus? I think that's Venus. I think it's you Venus, can actually too. see, if you go out, you can see oh, some it's, of the alignment. It's, it's, it's pretty, it, last night, Venus was as yeah. bright as could be. So check it out tonight, but tomorrow is like this supposed to be the real alignment, but you, they're pretty close right now. You can see it tonight with the five planets aligning. Do I need like a telescope to do this? Uh, for Uranus, you might. It's supposed to be like a greenish star. Okay. But, you know, Jupiter, Venus, Mars, you'll be able to see like normal. We can normally see those in the sky That's anyway. That's pretty cool. Mercury is going to be kind of tough because it's going to be low on the horizon. But Uranus is supposed to be, you can see it. It's just, it's going to be really hard with the naked eye because it's so far away. I will be watching. I will be like the Take only idiot look. going outside and looking up, you, as they say. You can win. No, no, no. I'm going to look too. Okay. I'll be out there. All right. I'll wave to you. We get, expect a Harry Potter baby. Ooh. Guess who's having a baby? Uh, uh, I thought it'd be Weasley. <laughs> it's not Weasley. Is it Hermione? No, it's not Hermione. No. no. Where is Hermione. She's. What was the last thing she did? She did that movie. She did Beauty and the Beast. I yeah, haven't seen her Belle. since. Yeah. I what has she been done? A couple things. She might be doing stage things. I know Daniel Radcliffe does a lot of stage stuff as well. Well, he's, he's been in shows and movies. He's but. been doing a lot of stuff in the bedroom oh! too, because Daniel Radcliffe and his longtime girlfriend Erin Dark. Is it Dark? Maybe. D-A-R-K-E? Probably. Expecting their first child. Wow. He's so excited to be a dad, according to all sources. A baby Harry Potter. A little baby Harry Potter. Don't know what they're going to name the baby. He's going to have the little lightning bolt on his head, just like I dad. don't think so. <laughs> we can only hope not. But uh, that was. I'm thinking, wow, is that the first baby from all like the, the big cast? From the main cast from the Harry kids? Potter. Yeah, I think so. I don't think Ron Weasley ever had any kids, right? We've been, uh, you know, I've been going through the, the whole sequel, the whole series once again, because Nora's never seen him, my right. granddaughter. And, she, and you go back and you watch Harry Potter and the, the, the first one, the Sorcerer's Stone. Yeah. Is that what the first one was? They're, they're babies. I know. They're so they're young. They're little kids. So they're like watch. 12 years old. It's like, oh, my God. I know. Look at how young they were. And I'm thinking, you know what? This is why Hollywood's so screwed up and why all these actors and actresses have all this plastic surgery. You go back and you look at movies you did 20, 30 years ago and you think, oh, God, I used to look good. You now look at me. self-conscious, yeah. yeah. Not good. Not good at I all. Know. <laughs> but and it's funny when you look back, you're right. It's not good. Uh, I'll tell you what else is not good. Um, what? what is going on? No. 
Yes, what's going on in Israel? What's going yeah. on in Pen- What is up with Pennsylvania? They keep on having all kinds of problems. Now they got not only did they have the chocolate factory thing, but didn't they have a chemical spill there as well? Oh, it's Philadelphia, yeah. Well, don't worry, Jen. The water is safe to drink. Everything's okay, fine. Okay, you you go there and you go yeah. look, so go grab a glass and dip it in the Delaware and, yeah, and drink fine. it and tell me you're not glowing in the dark worry by noon. It. Who are you kidding? We'll talk about that and so much more coming up next at 850 WFTL. Here comes Noel up the near side, left front court, three seconds, front court, three, now two. Noel throws him a shoot, high right, it's stripped away by Davis, he stole it, Florida Atlantic, Florida Atlantic, it's going to the final four. One of the most improbable stories in college basketball history has just played out in New York City. Houston, you have a problem, Florida Atlantic is coming to town looking for a trophy. There How long is. ago did he write that line? Oh, I'm sure Ken was in his hotel room <laughs> workshopping some lines. And he's like, I like that one. Yeah. Good job, Ken Levicka. Good for him. Uh, you know what? Just a behind-the-scenes thing with Ken Levicka, who does the play-by-play for the FAU Owls, their basketball team. It plays on our bro station. What is which? Which? What Fox is it? Sports 640, baby. Thank you so very much, which <laughs> Diener is the sports director for. 18 seconds before the game ending. <laughs> 18 seconds before the game ends, he loses his feed. Yeah. He said the yep. whole Ethernet, he was in a row, and he said everybody in the row he was in, and it wasn't just him, it was like a bunch of radio stations across the country, they lost their connection Nightmare to their, their home stations. <laughs> and he said he realized what was going on, and he looked in front of him, and he said the row in front of him was still connected, so he just grabbed an empty box and Ethernet line off of that, dragged it over to his and plugged it in, and he made it with like 14 seconds to spare. He Isn't that amazing? On. I was... At home watching the game, obviously, Ken is at Madison Square Garden calling the game for FAU and for us on, on the station. And all of a sudden, I get a call from our producer, Preston. I'm like, oh, this isn't good. Like, Why is Preston calling me at the most crucial point oh, of the God. game and of the season of the school's history right now? He goes... Dean or quick, I need the hotline number for 640. I'm like, uh-oh. <laughs> so I gave it real quick, and thankfully, their plan was that Ken was going to call into the studio. Oh, and just do it that way. And just call the game over the phone, but he was able to troubleshoot it with Ethernet cable. God, good for him. Oh. So that was, that was the highlight number one, and then highlight number two came when Miami, who were they playing? They were playing um, <laughs> uh, Texas, and Texas. they were down by 13, so wow. it was a little dicey there, and then they came back in the second half. And, and they win. And they won, too. And this was uh, Joe Zagacki, my old buddy Joe Zagacki from uh, 560 WQAM. He made the call, and this is what that sounded like. Three-point game. Clock ticks. That's not the one. Oh. <laughs> That's okay. I, th- I thought I had it open. Please, sure? please excuse me. Here it is. It's all over. It's a wild celebration. It's history. The University of Miami has made history. They're going to the Final Four for the first time in school history. You tell them, Joe. So we have two South Florida teams going to the Final Four for the first time in school's history. That's right. That's amazing. It really is. And really something for Miami, too, because it's never been they've never been a basketball school. I mean, growing up, they made the Sweet 16, I think, once when I was growing up. And it was like, oh, cool, this is great. Miami Sweet 16, how awesome is that? But you never expect them to do well. It's always football. How and come? then to get this far, it's just incredible. You know, you're a big Miami fan. Why? Uh, just grew up liking them. Then my brother played for them for a little while, so that kind of— That kind of helped. Kind of grew up around <laughs> the team and things like that and the coaches, so— 
That helps. So that, just that, a that little helped, bit. Yeah. But they're known for being a fo- well. First, academically, they're known football. I should say, and then football yeah. would be what they're known for. But now it's going to be basketball, and this means millions of dollars for yes. both universities. Better admissions, uh, probably higher tuitions as well. National highlight all yeah. week for FAU and Miami. They were already showing the on the Today Show earlier. They showed the proximity between Boca Raton and Coral Gables. Oh, did they really? And they talk about how rare it is for this to happen, where two schools this close cool. make the Final Four together. Hey, they may play each other. And what a storyline that would be. Can you imagine? Because Miami has wow. to beat UConn. FAU has to beat San Diego State. If that happens, South Florida collides in the national championship game next Monday in Houston. Wow. If that happens. Well, I'm on the Owls side, <laughs> we'll see. So, just so you know. I, I understand. Just so you, no, nothing against Miami. I I'm just going to pick the Owls <laughs> to go all the way. Uh, not good things going on in Pennsylvania. First, you had the R.M. Palmer Company in West Reading, Pennsylvania, explode on Friday. Seven people were killed. They're still trying to figure out what caused it. It looks like it was a gas leak is Mm. what they're all talking about this morning. And then you had a chemical spill in the Delaware River in Philadelphia. Now officials are saying, oh, don't worry about it. The water's fine. There's no contamination. Sure. But then they said, well, buy bottled water just to be safe. Okay. (laughs) It's either safe to drink or it's not safe to drink. Pick one, Yeah, people. the mayor's up there announcing it. The water is safe as this third eye is growing on my forehead while I'm speaking <laughs> to you. It's just, can we please stop with these chemical disasters? Like, can we please be careful? It. You know, well, you're too young to remember the Cuyahoga River in Ohio. Oh, no. In Cleveland. It burned. It caught Oof. on fire because of all the chemicals that were being thrown in. As a matter of fact, it, it's just within, I want to say, the past 10 years, they declared it clean. Oh, I mean, they started cleaning it up years and years ago. That's how long it took to, to revive that river. It's, but now it's beautiful, nice and clear. You can swim in it and all kinds of stuff, oh, nice. if you dare. Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't be swimming in it, that's <laughs> for sure. Canadian family. Do I have time to tell this story? One minute. Oh, we've got plenty of time. <laughs> Canadian family says they've gone on vacation. They came home. Front door was open. <gasps> not a good thing. That's not a good sign. Not a good thing when you're on vacation. Somebody had moved into their home. Opened up the front door, walked through. Stuff was all over the place. Whoever had or whoever moved in, they were slobs. There oh, was no. junk everywhere. Then they noticed the couch was eaten. Oh no! Eaten. Then they noticed other things, like the curtains had holes missing. What? And then they noticed that rugs had been chewed on. Sounds like some some really dirty, wild people. It was one very large mountain goat. Oh, well, that'll do it too. Yeah. <laughs> A mountain they they goat? had no idea how it got at the time. They had no idea how it got in the house. They figured it went through a window oh. and then decided to open up the front door somehow. But this thing came and went, brought all his friends with him. And they had a grand old time partying in this Canadian family's <laughs> home while they were on vacation. They had a rager while they were gone. <laughs> <laughs> oh I was like, goodness. oh my God, only them. Oh no. Only them. <laughs> oh, good. We got some entertainment news coming up in rapid fire. Not the best of news. Mm. This guy, isn't he the star of like the new. Big star. What, what's Rocky the movie? Movies, the Rocky Ant-Man. movie, right? Ant Man and all that other stuff. Uh, some big allegations against this new up and coming star. So hopefully not true. And I don't know what Diener's talking about, but I'm sure he'll dig in the next five minutes and find something. It's all <laughs> coming up in rapid fire next at 8:50 WFTL. Time for Jen and Bill's rapid fire on News Talk 8:50 WFTL. It's uh, Jennifer and Diener. Bill's uh, got the day off. He'll be back tomorrow. We hope. We'll find out tomorrow morning around 5 o'clock if he shows up. <laughs> so they told us. <laughs> I haven't heard from him, so one never knows. He usually just doesn't disappear. He's ghosted everything. 
Yeah, good for him. Yeah, good for him. He's yeah. probably up in Orlando having a good old time. Anyway, uh, rapid fire. We each come to the table with some stories, and the other one comments. And usually we all chime in, but since it's just me and Diener, it's just me and Diener today. Let's do this. Okay, you know this guy better than I do because you've seen all his movies. I have not seen Ant-Man, the new one. I have not seen Creed Three. Is that mm-hmm. the new one? Uh, Jonathan Majors. He's, I guess he's the bad guy in the new Ant-Man movie, right? He's the villain. Yeah, he's the villain there. He played the villain in Creed 3 as well, actually. Oh, so he's a good the... villain kind of guy. He is. Uh, his lawyer is now saying there is evidence that will prove he committed no crime against a woman who's alleged that he assaulted her. Even claiming she is now reversing her own story. Hmm. Uh, criminal defense attorney Pryor Chaudhry is representing Majors in this matter. She says Majors is completely innocent and probably the victim of an altercation with the woman that he knows. So basically, this she's woman, turning the tape. She's girlfriend, whoever... Yeah, she wants to destroy his life. Uh, she says we're gathering and presenting evidence of the district attorney with the expectation that all charges will be dropped imminently. She goes on to cite evidence that they've already gathered to back up their version of events, including video footage from within the vehicle where the alleged assault occurred. Witness testimony and a driver of another vehicle that saw the whole thing take place. And last but not least, two written statements that Chaudhry claims are from the alleged victim in the case, stating, recanting all the allegations. Wow. So if that's the case, he was arrested and she said, the media said then, why was he arrested Saturday in New York City? She said it's standard operating procedure to make an arrest after an allegation is levied and if there's probable cause. In this instance, there were visible injuries. So he was arrested. Plus, not good news for him, the U.S. Army has pulled a Be All You Can Be Ad campaign that featured Jonathan Majors following his arrest. See, that's the stuff I hate. You know, you gotta let some of the details come out here first. It's They spent a lot of money on that campaign. Did they? The Army. And to me, it's a, it's a really well done commercial. And it was been been playing everywhere the past couple of weeks. You know, he's got these new movies out and everything. Yeah, he's, he's got a more superstar. stuff coming out. Yeah. He is. He's, he's really, a, you know, like a rising superstar in, in Hollywood. And he's a really good actor. It's just, look, if it's true, if something he did do something like this, well, then, yeah, okay, I get it. But let's let the facts come out a little uh, bit first. Yeah, you know, unfortunately. Before we start canceling everybody. Well, if this were the Me Too movement, he'd be out of Ant-Man 2. They'd probably right. get rid of him for that one, and they'd uh, be finding a new boxer for Creed 4. Jeez. Does he win? Oh, I don't know. I didn't see Creed oh, okay. 3 yet. <laughs> I was just curious. <laughs> Ruined the movie for everybody. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure, actually. So I'm going with uh, Protest Central here, Jen, because okay. there's some protests going on around the world. We've talked about France. That hasn't slowed down. And I still feel like we're the only ones talking about this. You don't see it anywhere on mainstream media, whether it's Fox, CNN, MSNBC, no whatever you want to talk it. about. Makes you wonder why, huh? I don't I guess it just doesn't fit their narrative. I guess the, the directive has come down from the you know media overlords saying not to cover it. I don't know. Well, but no one is. And what's happening is it's, it's just absolute chaos. You now have firefighters and police officers joining in protests in France. You know, when it comes to all the stuff that they're burning down, those, are, those aren't protests. Those are riots. There's video footage of people just sitting at cafes and, and just, you know, drinking their wine while stuff behind them is on fire. Isn't that crazy? It's like they're just moving on with normal life. And, and it's, why are they protesting? Chaos. Why are they all ticked off? It all came down to, and this is in Israel first. I'm going to go to the next one after this. But it all came down to uh, Emmanuel Macron there, your buddy Manny Macron. My buddy. Your buddy, yeah, that's yeah, right. I love that, man. We can call us together. 
He came out and said, <laughs> basically just, you know, government overthrow move where he said, forget you to the parliament and push through legislation through some type of obscure executive order he was able to do to raise the, the pension age, the retirement age, to be eligible for, for pension in France. Probably raised it from 62 to 64, I think. Yeah. And people weren't happy. I guess it was the straw that broke the camel's back. Just from all the COVID authoritarianism as well. I mean, right. you know, the, the way that, that went in Europe. Maybe it was just the, the final straw. Well, Macron's trying to say if they don't change the age, it'll bankrupt the state. It'll be- bankrupt the country. That's what he's trying to say. That's what right. he's saying. And now he's kind and of backing off it. of it a little bit. and say, well, you know, we'll go through the proper channels and this. But people just had enough. It's too late. The cat's out of the bag. Yeah, they don't like this guy. So things are not slowing down there at all. Thousands and thousands and thousands of people protesting in France all over the country, actually. So we'll continue to keep an eye on that because it's it's a it's terrible. It's almost like a revolutionary scene going on there, honestly. It's horrible. And speaking of revolutionary, uh oh, Israel. Yeah, I've never seen this kind of unrest in Israel. No, to be quite honest with you, I mean, with the, from with the, the citizens, from the people, right? You know, you've seen you know wars between sure. the Israelis and the Palestinians, but this is the Israeli people taken to the streets. They're ready to to like throw what's his name Netanyahu yeah. out in the, the ocean. There, Bibi, see you later. Bibi's in trouble. So. It's, you know, he's trying to do like a government takeover type of move. Yeah, it's, what? It, it's, it seems, unless I'm wrong about it. No, it sounds like that. The way I'm looking at it, yeah, it's, he's basically trying to get rid of the ju- the uh, judicial system and have decisions come down to the government and that they can override the uh, judiciary. Wow. Isn't that scary? And there's, I mean, you do hundreds wow. of thousands of people protesting in Israel, this move. Because that, that changes your entire government. That changes the power of balance in your country. That's how communism starts. Or the b- balance of power, I should say. Yeah. It's like, come on. Yeah, you're right. You're going to let the government have final say. Can you imagine if this government had final say in everything that you do? I mean, I hate that to say. That if it was a lawsuit. Right. Oh, the government's going to decide. Oh, good. Uh, no, thank you. I hate to say it, but that's how Castro started. I mean, you yeah. Know, you know, maybe I'm speaking out of turn, but it doesn't look like a good, good situation there. doesn't look like a good situation at all is what that is. Okay, so on to something better. Yes. If you like McFlurries, I got good news for you. I love McFlurries. Okay, McDonald's is bringing back their beloved McFlurry. Okay, they're going <laughs> to when take, it's working. Yeah, when the that, that's when the if, okay, working. that's if the ice cream yeah. machine is actually working. They're embracing spring. Their new strawberry shortcake McFlurry is inspired by flowers and textures of classic strawberry shortcake recipes. I don't know what the fl- not the fl- flowers Why do they flavors have to make it sound so fancy. You I say know. it's going to taste really good. It's going to be a McFlurry strawberry shortcake is what it's going to be and yeah. it should be if the ice cream machine is working. Yeah. April 3rd it'll be available. Sounds great. Did I, you have the Shamrock Shake? Oh, I don't know. It's no? got mint in it. No. no. Oh, I don't, see, I, I like don't do mint. I never had it. I don't think I've ever actually had the Shamrock Shake. I don't go to McDonald's very often. I couldn't tell you the last time I went to McDonald's. I mean, I don't really eat a lot of it anymore. Well, much at all. You're, you don't eat much of anything other well, than tuna and chicken. <laughs> I try. You're the most disciplined individual I know. I fall off the wagon sometimes. I'm trying to get back to where I was. <laughs> Trust me. I, you, you, between you and Bill, I don't know who's worse. <laughs> I, I work with the two most disciplined men in the world, the never mind in this industry. Lord knows I'm trying. Yeah, I give you credit because I have no discipline. I went to Two J's this weekend because I was in the mood for one of their chopped Jesus salads. Great, and, yeah. uh, and of course I go, I go and pick it up, and I'm standing. They make you pay, like right at the the, the dessert counter, right? And right in front of me is this killer chocolate cake. And I went, you're oh, gonna be kidding me, really? Done. You're gonna put? I did. <laughs> some of that to take home. <laughs> done and done. Wrap it up for me. Three thousand pounds this weekend. <laughs> 
Jeez. Well, here's a story, a scenario that you can be familiar with, Jen. A body was found floating in a canal. <laughs> <laughs> Something that I know you have a lot of familiarity with. Yeah, I do watch a lot of crime scene uh, shows. Yeah, okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, here's there's a little twist to this one. Uh-oh. Police in Ontario sent out their dive team because they were responding to a report of a suspected body floating in the canal. Well, they went out there. The South Simcoe Police said that officers responded to that report. Oh, God. It was floating near a, a, near a canal in the in a uh, pump house roads on Wednesday afternoon. Where is pump house roads? I don't know. I don't know in Ontario. But the regional police dive unit, as they went in, they discovered that it was actually a mannequin. Oh, <laughs> Someone called in a mannequin floating and in the canal. They, they remember we had another story like that, but it was like in Pennsylvania just yes. recently. It was a it was hand. A, it was a, it? Yeah, a or, foot or yeah. a, a hand or something and it turned out to be a mannequin. It's always better when it's a mannequin's hand and not a real person's I hand. I always love the, the quotes from the police on like <laughs> silly uh, cases like this. But I guess the Ontario police weren't finding this funny because they just were kind of cut and dry. Oh, really? They said... There are no criminal concerns at this time. Period. Come on, that's fun. They should have said, "Give us a hand." Yeah, put a put a pun in there somewhere. At least we found a fake. It was a real stiff. I mean, come on, do something. (laughs) Yeah, no criminal concerns at this time. Get a sense of humor, Ontario police. Stiff. I love it. I love it. I love it. A real stiff. Here's rapid fire. Oh my God! When we get back, we call this our junk drawer segment. To all those stories we haven't been able to get to all morning, and we're going to dish them out to you all in one fell swoop. Coming up next, right here at eight fifty WFTL. Well, this go down in history, you think, is the first time two South Florida teams? Oh, I mean, like, yeah. does any other, I guess every other state has, you know, universities right. that are next to each other that could do this. But I mean, I is this the first up. time it's happened? See, the only one I can ever think of is like California or Indiana, right? So you've got Indiana and Purdue or something like that, or okay. California, you've got UCLA and USC, USC, something like that, where, you know, multiple schools from one state make it. I. To the final four, that is anyway. I have to look up and see if it's happened. I'm not sure, but this this is something we never expected. Well, we were saying on Friday, what if it turns out to be Miami and FAU going against each other in the finals? Right. And it could feasibly happen now. It really could, and I think that's <laughs> like wow. I mean, I know we're, we're we're you know celebrating such a feel good story. It's history making. It's probably let's be honest, this is probably a once in a lifetime moment to have both schools. Yes, one of them can get back for sure. These are up and coming programs in basketball. For our local schools at FAU and Miami, but right. for have to have both of them make it to the Final Four, this is probably once in a lifetime what we're experiencing. So, absolutely enjoying that. But I think it should be noted, Jen, as we're celebrating this this incredible accomplishment and moment in time, they're not done. Like these are two schools that are they're not just happy with getting to the Final Four. They are both looking at the situation and thinking we can win the championship. Wouldn't that be incredible? We can win the national title. This Do they get year. more money? Yeah. Yeah, a lot more money. Because oh, yeah. you said they're, what, getting $8 million each for making the Final Four? FAU gets, that's yeah. awesome. $8 million for the school to, for making the Final Four. I, I, I guess that's all. every school. I'm not exactly sure how it breaks down, but I know for FAU, 
They wow. get $8 million. <laughs> yeah. That's incredible. Which Good is for them. It's and it's, so but cool. it just changes everything because now if you're a high school basketball player in the middle of mm-hmm. Georgia and you don't want to go play for the Bulldogs, all of a sudden you're thinking, you know what, the weather's pretty nice in Florida. FAU's got a great program. Miami's got a great program. Let me go. I, I, I would I'm I'm guessing Miami's tuition's a little bit more than FAU's. Yes. because uh, <laughs> I know they're both private schools, I understand that. But uh, I know people who have gone I don't know anybody. Is FAU private? Is FAU private? I think they're public. Are they? Yeah, I think so. Okay, Miami's private. Yes. Because I know people who've gone to Miami and I know what it costs. And that was 10 years ago. Right. So I have no idea how much more it is today. It's not an inexpensive school by any stretch of the imagination. No. But if you can get a scholarship to play basketball now, or if you want to go there because they're playing basketball, or you have the wherewithal to get a scholarship on your brains, or you have the wherewithal your parents do to pay for it, then you know all of a sudden their admissions went up. FAU's admissions gone through the roof. You watch it's an absolute changes game, the school. Yeah, total game changer. It changes the the you know trajectory of of a school, of an administration, of an athletics department, and of the lives of everybody everybody involved. I mean. You know, for Miami on the side of that, where you have Coach Larinaga, he's he's kind of an old timer. He's been around for a while, since mid seventies. So he's coming, you know, coming down like, to the end of his career. But this would be like full circle for this guy. You know, oh yeah, he can leave on the the highest note. Good for him. And but on the other end, you have a young guy in his mid forties, like Dusty May from FAU. I love his. He's name. just starting his career. He should be a baseball player. Yeah, they, <laughs> that's <laughs> Sorry. It's a great name. He's got a great name. So it's we're you know. It's just so great, and we're looking forward to covering this all week leading up to the, the games on Saturday. Saturday. right? Yeah. They play? Cool. Good for them. Did you go to the movies this weekend? I did not. As predicted, John Wick, Chapter 4, $73.5 million bucks, number one at the box office. Shazam came in second and only made $10 million. I feel How bad that movie's making any money is beyond me. DC Warner Brothers screwed up DC so badly. It's such a shame. Is it really? <laughs> yeah. Not good, huh? I, I, I'm not a big fan of that whole realm. I mean, you know me. I'm a comic book I, nerd. It's, so. it's, but it's it's like, okay, how many more superheroes are you going to have? There's I get so lot. confused. I know. It's like, geez, give me a break, would you? <laughs> it, it really is. It's kind of scary. Um, but By the way, speaking of going back to the basketball game, did you see that bet? Somebody in December bet 500 bucks. It's either somebody that's a super fan of FAU or it's probably a professional gambler, I'm assuming. Someone bet 500 bucks on Florida Atlantic going to the Final Four in December. That's that's okay. An that's incredible like bet. that was like who does this? Uh, they won two hundred thousand dollars on oh. that bet, two hundred grand. <laughs> Not a bad payoff. Not bad, huh? Whoa, that's sweet. So I don't know how many other bets were made like that, but that's pretty cool. Yeah. Getting credit for that one. Jeez, good that for really them. Is. Uh, <laughs> one of the speaking of sports, one of the greatest sports events it, it, other than college basketball. It, this was high school. And if you've ever played softball, you ever played baseball, you know what it's like when you're coming around third base and you're looking at a bruiser of a catcher standing right in the baseline. And you're like, oh, God, I got to get around this chick. How am I going to, you know, do I dive between her legs to get to the home plate? Do I run around her? Well, there's this one Texas high school senior, her name's Jada Walton. She's coming around third base and lo and behold, here's the catcher standing right at the baseline. I mean, she's got to get around this chick somehow. She kind of jockeys. And she gets to the right and gets around her. But what happens is they have a face, literally have a face off around home plate. The yeah. catcher's like behind home plate. She's at the top of the, the plate. And they're looking at each other. And you know how John Belushi, it's the only thing I could think of. Remember John <laughs> Belushi used to jump around? That's what, they're, that's what this player, this baseball player is doing, the softball player. Not the catcher, the batter. 
And all of a sudden, she looks up and she looks at the catcher and she goes, look. And she points to first base. <laughs> the catcher turns around, looks at first base, and this kid dives into home plate and she scores. Got her. I was like, oh, my God, you fell for the oldest trick in the book. She but really did. It worked. And now she's like now she's like a TikTok sensation because somebody put it up on yes, TikTok. Yes, somebody so. put it up on social media. It's everywhere. And it just so happens to be everywhere on that's, our page as well. Right. <laughs> so you can watch that video, see what we're talking you about. You can go see that and have fun. Um, this was something. Apple's. You, got, you get Apple. Apple movies, right? Mm-hmm. Apple is going to spend one billion dollars a year on movies that'll be released in theaters. Wow. So th- not, they're not even going their own platform. So they're going. Movie it, is it, it's inter- it's interesting how all of a sudden there's this this trend to go to back to the movie theaters. And I think Spielberg started it when he told Tom Cruise, "Thanks for keeping Top Gun uh, off of a streaming service and going and waiting to put it in the theater." Yeah, I mean Spielberg told them straight up. You, you saved. You saved the, the uh, theater, wow. you know, industry. Sure with did. With Top Gun. Gwyneth Paltrow took the stand on Friday. Oh, did you no. see this? Uh, you Serial know killer I, skier, Gwyneth Paltrow. I, I, was, I was on her side <laughs> until she said this. Oh, no. What'd she do? Okay. She gets on the stand, and granted, I'm not a superstar, so I, I have no idea how you react. She said... She has, has always claimed that it was the former optometrist that hit her on the slope. Now, we're going back to 2016. Jeez. This guy suing her originally was for $3 million. Now it's down to 300000 But he claims Gwyneth Paltrow skied into him. She says the optometrist skied into her. She said not only that, that she thought at first she was being sexually assaulted. Oh, boy. I was, quote, skiing and two skis came between my skis, forcing my, I'm, I'm just repeating what she said on the stand, okay. forcing my legs apart. Then there was a body pressing against me, and there was a strange grunting noise. Oh, boy. I thought, all of a sudden, this is a practical joke. This is some pervert behind me. I'm being sexually assaulted while I'm skiing. Oh, boy. She lost me on that one. She's pulling the she's pulling the car. Yeah, but anyway, uh, I mean, maybe she's right. I, I don't know. Maybe that's how she experienced it. But that sure I, doesn't help that guy's case. That's no, for sure. it doesn't. So it comes down to he said, she said, and there yeah. are witnesses, and the case go on. So we shall see what happens. All right. And Adele has learned not to leave Sin City. She's going to stay in uh, Vegas a little bit longer uh, from June sixteenth through November. Now she's extended her stay. Ah, there she, she realizes. Yeah, you come to me. It makes life a lot easier. Uh, we will be back to. Tomorrow morning at 6 o'clock, hopefully Bill will be in tow if he's not in prison. (laughs) We hope to see you then. Thanks for listening. Have a great day.